a long time ago ex used to live here. Yeah, it's such time. a nice area. It is. I, I mean, I didn't even know about it until when I met him. And I was like, I didn't even know this place is existing. <laughs> <laughs> down in North London it is North London it is North it? London yeah yeah, yeah yeah like my partner had a job and we moved the job moved to Southgate oh, so okay. we were like okay let's find somewhere local because he was going to start working mad early and then when we moved then his job moved back to I was just, <laughs> but at least, it's a, I was gonna say, at least it's a you it's know such a nice, a nice area. Yeah, yeah a nice location I really like it like the houses are... oh I can hear myself yeah I told you this is like my first you know is this your first one yeah you know I've been toying with the idea of actually recording a po- podcast really and then I was like oh 2020 would be the year obviously 2020 was laughing at all of us <laughs> making plans <laughs> like you know so. when you look when you sit back and you're thinking ah 2020 I had so many plans I was, what I wanted to do. I was listening to um, a podcast yesterday because I was trying to, you know, get my podcast vibes on. And it, it, they were talking about 2020 making plans and everyone was like, oh my God, everyone's like, this is going to be my year. This is going to be. <laughs> and, it, you know, I was thinking about, I was like, it's so true, the plans I had for this year. And not even just in terms of career or work, but mm-hmm. personal stuff as well. It was, for me, this year was meant to be the year of balance. Like I wanted yeah, yeah, to balance yeah. my work and my personal life. No, the first I've been working like crazy, even more than normal because obviously everything. We yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like twenty twenty is such a such a big lesson to be like stop planning stuff, mm-hmm. just do it Life, because that, you are making announcements. I know, and <laughs> like announcement after announcements, and then it comes. Twenty twenty is literally like I told you, do just exactly. do things. And I think that is the key lesson from this year. It's stop making plans mm-hmm. and just be. Like I'm always like saying, you know, I just want to live in the moment and whatnot. Yeah. But I'm so not like that. I've always been a planner. Yeah, like, not like you know a five year plan. Like I know I want to be married and kids mm-hmm. and whatnot. But just like uh, in the next year, this is what I want to be doing. This I'm is where jealous I take of the that. Oh, really? Are you more of a... So you're more like my sister. My sister is a living in the moment. I'm living for today. Tomorrow will pay for yourself. Where's your sister? Yes. Do you know what it is? I didn't start planning until I had a kid. Wow. Before, I, yeah. I would just be like... For me, my main Carefree. thing was always... When once bills are paid, then Everything let me else. just live. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah. the, as long as I can cover my bills, bills. I just want to, I will pay to go on holiday here, wake up tomorrow. I did, one time, we graduated, me and my friend, we decided just to do American tour. We went to, nice. we went to LA, we went to Vegas, we went to Miami. And what, how long ago was this? Like what age? This was like around... 2013 we were like the okay. first to really you start do, yeah. to really do Doing that the, yeah i loved it i can't lie but it was right we spent over like four grand i was gonna say like four. that's not i've been in america a couple of times mm-hmm. even and even the one trips i was i've been doing i know how much my pocket like it, it was draining a hole in my pocket so now you're thinking you're like where's that four grand yeah exactly so like, now you got a kid you're like hi five see that's that my four grand I, sometimes i do like I, I wish I could be mm-hmm. like that because I've like I said I've always been I've been saved since I was sixteen. It sounds ridiculous. No, it sounds like it sounds like you had it planned. No, I, and that's what I mean. Like I have been doing it, and mm-hmm. so you know, from financial perspective, I've never had to worry about. But then at the same time, I always think <laughs> if I die tomorrow, my sister she knows to paint everything. She's like, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just so we can charge that money quickly. Your sister sounds like my mom. My mom would be like, because my older sister is, it's so weird. My older sister is like you. Yeah, so she's my younger sister. She saves, though. She saves, like, my mom's like, where Where will you go with this money? So I always tell her, you know, by the grace of God, me, I'll leave you if this is the case. If you were trying to, she's like, you've got money. I get it. Save and everything. She's like, also enjoy it. 
We no, are not enjoying your money. It's that's just... all I was trying to do this year, if I'm being honest. Yeah. My travel plan for this year was insane. Oh, but you travel though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... You travel though. No, like... I, yeah, but like, I was basically planning on doing a couple of the things, like, you know, doing yeah. a tour. So I was going to spend a whole month in Japan for my birthday in November. Oh. I'm definitely not doing that because I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's fine, innit? And then I was going to go to Nigeria a couple of times this year yeah. just because I haven't been for a while and we're trying to, I'm sure we're talking into mm-hmm. it, take the business into Africa. Oh, yeah. And then like, obviously I was going to do a couple, I was, I did a three weeks, well, we planned a three weeks Italy trip in May. Oh, Italy's beautiful. In, in May. Oh. I was literally up until April, so like, we can make it. We can go. <laughs> yeah, you want, you're just like, just, just, they need to tell you don't come. That, that's literally like, what they did. They cancelled my ticket. I was like, oh, okay, six? we can't go. <laughs> and then obviously, Italy closes borders, and I was like, oh, okay, well, definitely. No. But if not because of that, I also would have gone in. Yes, I love Italy. Italy's one it's of the places I always stunning. go every year. No. It's so close, it's quick. All I would need is a glass of wine. Oh. Like in a plate of meat and cheese. Listen, I literally went some pasta. Oh, I went the first time I went to Italy. Literally, like I don't know why it's taking me so long to go. Went to Rome. Stunning. You know that's. I'm so mad at this year. (laughs) Just resentment for 2020. (laughs) I'm literally so mad because. I've never been Rome as well. That's oh, one of the places no. I went to go to. And everyone's been telling me, yeah. Like, Stunning. I like, know. so beautiful. You can do... There was a lot of sightseeing. Me... Ugh. I want to sightsee. I want to go somewhere and say I have culture. I want to see culture. But also, I just want to sit somewhere and drink wine. Like, (laughs) the the person I went with wanted to go up, down, around, museum. My best friend is like that. Oh, She's literally, when we went Goa, I was like, I don't want to chill by the pool and drink drink my cocktail. Yeah, and she's like, no, we're going here, we're going there. After a while, I said to her, I was like, babe, I'm sorry. She had to do some of those trips herself. I was like, I'm not doing this. I need to I gave up. I I literally got to a point where I was just sitting down. I was just like, you know what? Meet me here. Buy me ice cream, give me a nice cold drink, yeah. and just you will find me the same place where you left me. You I will be me. here. I Trust know. me. This is the one time I won't lie. Like it's too much. Because the thing for me is when I go away, it's like my breakaway. I mm-hmm. just want to chill. And Do you switch I, off? I, I no, I don't. I oh. work, and that's another thing. Is so it's like I can't. I always say to myself, I'm going to switch off, but. Mm-hmm running your own business and working for yourself and if you have brands depending on you for me it's like I can't just ignore someone's email okay. I really can't like oh do you know what we got so into the conversation oh, yeah, so we did it for introduce yourself <laughs> <laughs> no but this is what I wanted I always like whenever I invite guests yeah. I try to always tell them like literally it's a conversation I yeah. just want us to have a conversation so what happens is a lot of the time you just, you just get caught up so I mean please introduce yourself tell everyone because they've already heard you <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, how do you do? I'm going to do this. My name is Amina, um, and I'm a cosmetic scientist. But that's my um, official title yeah. profession. But my role kind of ranges between brand and product development, as well as marketing and product formulation for brands as well. Officially, jack of all trades. I know. I, it really I love is. it. I, 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 I stumbled into this degree. It wasn't even like a plan what did you or do? anything. What did you study? Cosmetic science. Oh. No, that's literally the um, the name uh-huh. of the degree. It's a bachelor's in science, um, cosmetic science degree. I was always I was good in chemistry and loved mm-hmm. chemistry and knew I wanted to do something within that field and I started um, studying biomedical science okay. because obviously from Nigeria my mom was like just do it and be I, a doctor do you know what? Mm-hmm. so I was like fine and biomedical science you can do it and it's yeah. like a gateway into medicine so oh, after nice. like your um, your 
third year, you can go into the third year of medicine if you get really good grades. How so long is the course? Three years. Okay, okay, that's fine. So for me, it was like, uh, well, you know, I can do it. And if I feel like it's going in the right direction, then I can definitely do medicine. Mm-hmm, and if mm-hmm. not, then I can do something else. After year, you know, after I finished that, I was like, yeah, definitely not doing this because it's more the literally hardcore chemistry it's yeah. traveling to different countries looking at diseases finding um cures and what oh wow okay. you, one of my friends actually finished a degree and um then she went on to studying um something else i was like you're crazy but some well, people just love education well, exactly <laughs> whereas i did st- study something else but i did cosmetic science and okay. that was literally because i was just like what am i going to do with my life like mm. i definitely don't want to be stuck in a lab finding a cure i mean i love people do that that's you know, we need them get. but, but i get it me, yeah, every day my every day i was just like this is not what i want to do and i was just going through ucas all over again and then i was like what is this course called cosmetic science mm-hmm. never heard of it didn't even know you can get into the profession that way um and even though i was working on the counters of like makeups and stuff like uh mm-hmm. selfridges it just i never thought i wanted to get into that field yeah, until yeah. i came across it and when i saw it i was like this is perfect I like know. this is exactly what i want to do and it was a four-year course three years um in uni and one year internship okay, okay which kind of okay. you know it's a good way for you to see what you can expect from the Absolutely. industry and whatnot. But yeah, three years, you literally learn everything. It's like a good setup of mm-hmm. going into the cosmetics industry because you learn everything from product development to marketing. So we had a whole course on packaging. <laughs> no, but like we laugh, we laugh then. But now you're like some people, you need a course or two yes, on packaging exactly. and branding and things like that. And back then, I was just like, oh, just get me in the lab. I just yeah. formulate. I don't care about the rest of this. Like we learned about legislation. Yeah control and literally leaving that it was like a good 360 of the whole entire industry and then for me it was like a well where do i want to take this mm-hmm. well, wh- where do i want to work and my first role leaving there was working at sleep makeup okay okay, and okay. i ended up in the product development department which was more from a marketing perspective yeah, yeah, yeah. in the lab kind of thing and then i realized i really love doing that like yeah i actually wanted to have i went into the course thinking i wanted to be in the lab formulating skincare mm-hmm. hair care and i didn't want to do anything else but going into sleep makeup of the first role kind of made me realize i like this other side to it instead well. of the like yeah creating. so um and then from there just kind of i don't know just it's just wet. Yeah. That's so just... cool. So, like, did you have, because one of my main things, because with this whole lockdown, yeah. it's just got everyone reading, mm-hmm. everyone just, you're just, you're more aware. Like, you like you know, the things that happen to you, you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> now you're just calculating. So, did you have anyone, like, example when you were growing up to be like, they were in the, this industry, marketing, that you could actually make a career from just selling people makeup? Yeah. My mom thought I was crazy. Like, she... <laughs> She when I said to her, I'm going to study cosmetic science, she's like, oh, you want to become a makeup artist? Yeah. <laughs> like, number one, there's nothing wrong with that, mother. <laughs> but, Africa vibes. Yeah. <laughs> and then but, the first one to come and ask you to do their makeup. Exactly. Oh, my God. I remember my sister's wedding. I did her makeup. My See? sister's makeup. Like, you should have told her, now I'm the makeup artist. Exactly. Um, yeah, so the first time I decided to do, there was no one. I mean, you know, I've got a history of, you know, you know African parents. Mm-hmm. My mom is a pediatric nurse. My daddy, he has his own shipping and logistics company okay. and my sisters were accountants and you know they worked in banking and stuff like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so no one in the creative industry completely at all i was the first i'm i'm still the only one because my young sister's a teacher as well yeah um and so you've always been it's always been drilled in you in terms of that kind of profession oh, yeah. um and so for me to you know just make my own way and say you know i want to do this um no one I, I didn't even like i said to you i stumbled across this course it wasn't them. something that i planned on doing and mm-hmm. even throughout the whole four years of studying I didn't really see anyone that looked like me That's... in uni or what. I mean, there was 
to black people. You know, like we count there. You know, like <laughs> and we were friends. <laughs> All the black people always stick together. Like we literally, like we spot each other and we stick together. Yeah. I think that's like that's our kind of oh my god someone else do exactly. someone else to go through this with me yeah and for us it was because we obviously we got conversations about it it was like uh you know how did you get here how did you get here? in terms of how did you stumble across this because at that point um cosmetic degree wasn't something that was well known i think it was mm-hmm. into its fourth year of running oh we okay okay so relatively um, new exactly and so it was it was so niche and so small i think now literally most of the if you're going for a job they always say um, must have cosmetic science degree because now it's more well known in okay, the industry okay. um but yeah there was no one i literally no, no one no, not in my immediate family within my friends or people that i looked up to or mm-hmm. whatnot it wasn't until obviously i got into that industry then i started doing my own research in terms yeah. of who launched becca who owns becca like yeah you yeah, know, yeah like who who the faces Matt? behind these yeah, things and stuff yeah. like that and then i obviously started getting to know people in the industry that i'm like Oh, so it's a woman. It's not some big giant corporation mm-hmm. in a way. You know, you can actually start your own business. You can start your own brand. And from there, I literally, I remember that I was like, I definitely want to know. How old were you back then? Um, I was 23. Okay. 23 when I finished my, how old am I now? <laughs> 35. I um, finished oh my, my degree. Oh my God. Wait, did you just say you're 35? Yeah. Guys, if you see this big. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, like, let's say, I love, I love, interv- I literally love all my guests because all the guests that I've had, I'm just like, you see these bibs. They're telling me like, because there's, it's weird. Sorry to cut you off, but no, there's this, right. there's this notion that you turn 30 and it's over. Ah, no, that no, life has finished. Like, we, we cannot wear crop tops as well. <laughs> well. <God. laughs> I did buy a couple of crop tops and, the other day. <laughs> exactly. So, like, literally, like, I just... It's one of those things where even the podcast called After 25. It's yeah. just to be like, after 25, life goes up. Like, it does. It even, some, it's even better. It's it, sweeter. Well, exactly. And I think, you know, touching on that point, when I was, like, 25, I thought, literally, this is the highest peak mm. of my... I remember I went to... That was the first time I went to New York um, for my birthday. And I literally lived life. That was my first year of living life. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, uh, when I turn 30, it's going to be kids marriage I'm gonna be you know slumming it and whatever <laughs> I ain't gonna have time to do none of this yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. you know enjoying life type of thing but I mean you know in mid 30s and I can actually say I think obviously because from a financial perspective as well you have that you know freedom yeah 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 and that disposable income um to a certain extent of being able to do whatever you want yeah. to do even you know when I was in my 20s and I think I was living life like it was more on a budget it's on a budget type <laughs> <laughs> you're like you go on holiday you're like today do we need drink do we really need to eat three meals a day um, it's more like uh, let's have a, a couple of drinks before we leave the house <laughs> and that wasn't even like because you're you're getting started no yeah. it's because that was you that had was to the, get yeah. I need to get started and finish it before. <laughs> because you know when you start going to the club I just want to dance and sweat that's exactly. it you don't have the money to be spending to be, more exactly drinks exactly like but yeah no I definitely and to be fair though I think it's also part of our upbringing like, yeah. uh, even though I was born in London um, I was taken back to Nigeria taken back we went back and I grew up there up, up until I was about 13 years old yeah. and so for me my formative years were all you know in Nigeria and what I knew from Nigeria and at the age of over 30 I'm supposed to have four kids oh, I know isn't it be at home cooking for my husband um, me and... who've got one every time I see my mom she's still like when's the next one coming I'm like uh, woman if you don't leave me at least you got what my yeah. mom every day she's like ah, Amina <laughs> you're 35 <laughs> when are we expecting 
just just relax. Let her. But to be live. fair, though, like my plan is always to you know have kids and have a family at this age. It's just obviously like I kind of got into the. I went, I had a tunnel vision once mm-hmm. I turned like 25 and I was like, I know what I want to do uh-huh. with my career. And so I just literally put all my time into it. And then at some point along the way, I just forgot. And it sounds ridiculous to say No, that, I get that. But I literally forgot. I just kept on thinking, I have time. I have time. Mm-hmm. And I still have time. And I was You've saying, got like, plenty of exactly, time. Exactly. Like, but I actually always wanted to, you know, have all my kids by the age of 35. Ah. I only want two anyway. <laughs> so the 2020 not teach us anything. Ah, exactly. Just live life. Like, like, literally, just do what you need to do and go. I, like, I've got two of my closest friends don't have kids. Yeah. And I'm just like, guys, when, it, when time will come, will come. Enjoy yourself. Live your child-free life. life. Mm-hmm. Like, I moved in into my new flat and then got pregnant. Immediately. <laughs> but that was like, so you left my house just for you to go. I was like, this man, mind your own business. <laughs> but I didn't get time to really enjoy your, like my say, yeah, space, freedom. my freedom. Yeah. So like to all my girls, like kids, kids are great. Oh, my honey bunny is with my, yeah. my mom right now and I'm already thinking of him. Aww. Like, but enjoy life. Yeah. Like I just, especially doing career, Especially when you're trying to like get it to a point where you I'm comfortable, just, where mm-hmm. you could take a break. Especially yeah. being a black woman in your like in <sighs> your industry, like yeah. how was that? So you um, don't really have time to no, exactly. Down. And that's the thing. Like you, for me, you know, I don't want to repeat what everyone else has been saying because I've been listening to conversations mm-hmm. online and whatnot. Um, and it, it's definitely not been an easy road for me uh, at all. But I think that's. I've always been and my mum has always um, you know instilled in us is hard work yeah. I I literally would like work 24-7 if I have to um, not to an extent where I don't see progression and I'm still yeah, yeah, yeah. pushing putting my time into it no I would never do that but from the very from very early on I knew mm-hmm. I kind of had a uh, understanding of where I wanted my career to go yeah. and so for me it was just you know I have to put in that time and yes there's been certain times along the way where I've been like nope this is not for me or mm-hmm. no you don't deserve me I'm walking away Perfect. and that's the thing my sister was sister, she's like I wish I had your confidence in it oh and the thing for me is I've, from the very beginning I've always known my worth yeah I, yeah that is one thing I would never like compromise on for me it's like uh, I know what I can do I know what I'm capable of doing I know what's in here I, I you know I don't play around with mm-hmm. my work and so if I'm working for someone uh, which has happened and I keep on saying I'm leaving and every time I say I'm leaving you want to offer me a promotion mm-hmm. rather than just offering me the promotion because you from the car, anyway. that, yeah. I'm walking away I'm not doing it I'm because not... it's just a, it's going to yeah, be a repeated, exactly. a repeated it's thing like, what is this like it's either you think you know I deserve it you want to promote me mm-hmm. or you think I don't and, and then in the end like so I've done that I've walked away from so many jobs and offers and stuff like that because I'm like I'm not here to be that token you know yeah and it's your peace of mind like I, I wish also like I really commend that from you because that's that's important i think i've grown up my parents being the first generation that came to they were very much like oh my god don't make any fuss when you're at work just just you know like blending you are lucky to be there be you but don't be too you exactly because they were like from africa just like you're in a white man's world don't do too much so unfortunately for me you know it was do the hard work but keep your head down yeah realizing what my worth is came much Much later later. And unfortunately, it was kind of I. I was just like, no. Had I known this earlier, I would have like kind of carried out little things a bit differently. It's never too late, though. Oh no! At all. I always say like I think. You and my sister are so similar and familiar in that way. Um, because I think she's a little bit like that as well. Where because 
I mean, I always say this, like, it's either, I'm like Marmite to most people. Mm-hmm. And it literally is, you either love me or you hate me. Because some people, I've heard people, oh my God, you're so loud. Yes, and so what? Yes. What's your problem? What? Like, <laughs> what is your point? Yeah, like, oh my God, what they mean is, you know, there, you can really hear Amina. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> this is why I say Nigerians are so yeah. similar to Congolese. Yeah. I don't get what no one says. Congolese people, you know they're Congolese from far. Yeah. Nigeria yeah. will tell me I'm loud. Like, and you know, de- that's definitely a word that is always associated with me. Oh my yeah. God, you're so loud. Oh my God, why are you so loud? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I actually don't think I'm loud. <laughs> Believe it's our years not. of being yeah. around black people. Exactly. I was like, believe it or not, mm-hmm. I actually don't realise that I'm being loud. But if I am, I am not about to change who I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody. Unapologetic. I Absolutely. literally am. And my sister's always like, how do you do it? I was like, it's not about doing it. It's me being me. Mm-hmm. I can't pretend to be someone else. I really can't. It, it will get tiring. I will get tired of doing that. So for me, it's like, a, just let me show you who I am now. So yeah, 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 not, yeah. if you're not going to like it, let's just know, you know, we're not getting along. And throughout my career, it's always been like that. I always say, when I've gone for interviews or I'm working with people mm-hmm. and brands like her, this isn't much as an interview for you as it is for me. I need to yes. know I'm a people person. Yes. If I get on with you, we will make magic. I'm if t- I don't, there's no point. I literally am a people person. I want mm-hmm. I want you to get to know me and I want to get to know you. And for me to do that, you have to know the real me. Which yeah, is the loud, yeah, yeah. loud me, and all. The drunk me. The, <laughs> the rude me. All of it. All of it. Take it or leave it. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, with my sister now and everything, like I always say to her, there's a couple of times she'd be like, you know how should I navigate this? I was mm-hmm. like, you have to be, you have to be yourself. Your there's authentic no, self. There's no uh, other way for it to work because I think like it will get tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially obviously, we know the conversation in recent months has been moving towards that way. And I think I'm hoping most, you know, most people are starting to realize, you know, there's nothing wrong with being you. Mm-hmm. Like I always say, like, what what's the worst that can happen? Someone yeah, doesn't yeah, like yeah. you, or you don't get a job. The end. Is that the end of the world? And, and? Exactly. So what? And you can create your own path as well. I think a few of the mm. reason the reason why, I always knew I wanted to start my own brand, but the reason why I started consulting yeah. and freelancing was because I just got tired of it. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't need someone to dictate to me in terms of, you know, I've been in a certain role before where who was my, the person that was my senior, mm-hmm. she did not deserve to be my senior. Oh, at all and we both knew it um and kind of thing and for me again it's like a well i'm not gonna go above you and say i want this promotion i want this job i'm just not i I, i'm just gonna walk away yeah 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 yeah. and it was through that that i decided why can't i just start consulting and like i know a lot of people have asked me in terms of how did you get into consulting yeah yeah and for me it's i just literally was like i'm gonna start consulting i know it sounds ridiculous but that's literally how but that's how you should be because when you start over planning you want to do something you want to sell hair Babe, sell okay. hair. Mm-hmm. Wait, but then, like, you start overthinking it. You're like, how will I sell it? Just, like, I want to do podcasts. I should sit down and talk. Yeah. That is literally, stop thinking about... I've been procrastinating about that. Just, just do it. Yeah, See, I you know, wanted yeah. consulting. You're yeah. just like, let's just do it. No, t- yeah, Um, I was in a full-time role, and then I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. And literally, it wasn't like I said to myself, I would work a lot at the same time and try and start my consulting slash launching my own brand that very early on when I started Lily Lee. Yeah. Um, 
But then it wasn't working for me because, okay, like okay. I said, I take my work so seriously. So nine to five for me has never been a nine to five. It's a twenty-four. Yeah, seven. above and beyond. Yeah, so <laughs> the ones that open the that office and close it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so even when I was working for the brand and that company, yeah. I literally had I had barely any time to do anything for myself. For your own. Okay. And like I said, luckily because I have been so financially astute from the very beginning, I had savings that I had. So I was just like, I'm just gonna quit. I'm just gonna walk away. I don't have anything to fall back on or mm-hmm. whatnot. And at that point, I was still living at home. Which is not, this is why I tell people, like, please don't leave your mum's house. Stay at home until, look, believe me. Freedom is overrated. It comes with rent. Exactly. (laughs) Trust me. Freedom comes with rent. Like, stay in your mum's house. The older you get, you know, African parents, yeah? Give them degree. Yeah. Give them a job. They will leave you. They don't, like, they will come with pregnancy, baby, that's not your problem. Pretend you listen to them and walk away and go and live your best free life. It's exactly that. Stay home. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. Like, exactly what you said. Like, because I had a, a, a amazing job and whatnot mm-hmm. and like I, she, my mum can tell in my career like I was going a certain way so for her it wasn't like a, when are you going to move out it's more mm. like a you know when it's the baby type of situation but she didn't want me to move out and whatnot yeah, um, and so for me even though she's, the, she's such a typical African mother and we she, can't change she I know and I, I'm telling you after time when I think about it I was like I need to move out I need to move out I need <laughs> to move sister, out my little sister goes me every other week she's like today's the day I'm going <laughs> Literally, I'm, I was thinking when I think back back then, I was like, "Oh my god, how I survived that? I don't even know." Because after time, I'm like, "I'm gonna kill this woman." But, but I'm so like, I'm happy that I made that decision yeah, yeah, and yeah. stayed at home. And because I stayed at home, I had the time and the you know the you know I didn't have any financial strength on me because mm-hmm. I wasn't paying any rent or whatnot. So for me, it was I could take that money to live and to survive yeah, for the yeah. next couple of months, but also to plan what I wanted to do. And yeah, um. I think I went like a full six months without any consulting role, and that's why I launched Lily Lee, which is my yeah. makeup brand. Um, and that was, oof, I think, 2011. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. yeah. Um, and then at the same time, I was trying to obviously like supplement income because yeah. obviously launching a brand is self-invested. I put all the money that's... into it myself. Yeah, that was not easy. I remember the first time I paid my balance for my products. I was just sitting there like, oh my god, if this doesn't work out, oh my god, Amina, you're done done this is your life savings by but the way i was like 20 something yeah but, <laughs> you know, like, see, but that <laughs> energy you have sometimes like you have to invest in yourself you have to you have to and then for you to have kind of like had that that mentality even so young because that's why i always tell like my sisters and my brothers i'm just like i'm in awe of you young people because for me things started coming a bit late yeah doing a podcast came late came yeah. after my 30s even though it's not old yeah. you're still like i'd wish i'd known what i wanted to do beforehand mm. So the fact that you took a chance, bibs, like, what okay, this no, is it. Yeah, I mean, I, even, what was it? I was talking to, I remember, like, my whole family. Like, mm-hmm. I remember having this conversation with them. They were looking at me like I was crazy. Like, they, they were. you're going to put all that money. And, yeah, like, I launched my brand with three product categories, but there was 47 SKUs in total. And with minimum order quantity, I'm telling you, it was in tens of thousands of pounds that I invested in myself, basically. So, Yes, it was crazy that I was doing that at the age of like twenty seven mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, and they were thinking, "Are you sure about this?" And I was like, "Well, for me, I'm still in my twenties. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If I don't do it now, I know myself. I'm going to regret it. I always wanted to launch my own thing, and I believed in what I was doing. Okay. And then I was like, and if not, then I'll just go back to full time work. And yeah, they're there. I mean, you know, I still got my career, my degree to fall back on. Um, but at the same time, like I said, even though I was launching my brand, I definitely wanted to consult at the same time. But that didn't come easy. That was the yeah. hardest part of it. It was literally, I think, I was looking online and finding roles and trying to find roles. And the first one I think I came across was Rimmel. They were looking for like a, a six-month contractor. Okay, okay. Um, 
even though it was full time because I knew it was contract work, I was like, okay, um, you know, this is the time for you to pull your big girl pants on. You mm-hmm. can still, you know, carry on doing Nile And at that point, we were trading Nile already. I'd taken it to Nigeria. It was doing well. I found a distributor over there. But at the same time, obviously, if you've hemorrhaged money into the business, you're not going to make, I think, the first two years, everyone yeah. is this. There's no profit being made. So if people you, need to know that. Yeah, no, um, the first, the first three years, I made zero oh. profit. Like, I barely even made the money I invested mm-hmm. back into the brand back. Because basically, the first three years, what I'm trying to do is you're, like, just to give you an understanding in terms of launching, like, um, a, a beauty range or a makeup range or yeah. a skincare brand, 20% of your, um, you know, um, your, whatever, how much money you want to invest yeah, yeah. is spent on the actual product development itself. So to manufacture the product and the production. To produce 80% okay. spent on marketing. Just marketing. Marketing. Your, your leaflets, your flyers, mm-hmm. sending products out to um, influencers, is, bloggers, yeah. press, um, doing advertising here and there, like transports, logistics, all of that, that's 80%. So, and that is every year. You know that twenty percent you've invested in products mm-hmm. that can last you for two or three years, depending on what your product range yeah, is, yeah. your category, and your expiry date. That eighty percent, that's every year. So every money you're making, you're, you're just back, going back you're, to the marketing back. part. It's just going back. So you see people people that need to understand like the real logistics. It's not. I mean, I'm telling you, I went. I think <laughs> between the age of twenty seven to like thirty, I was stressed. Mm-hmm. I was angry i was sad yeah. i went through so many different emotions because i was just like nah i think i made a mistake i shouldn't have done this the like, life of a freelancer yeah, yeah? the like, business entrepreneur this is to, it. and every day you can't be down you need mm-hmm. to just carry on going Pick because this is, yeah because if i don't work i don't eat literally mm-hmm. that's literally what it was um and so for me trying to you know navigate that road and be like okay i need to put the money back into the business because I know if I don't do that then we're not visible no yeah 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 because no that's the whole about yeah. kind of thing but at the same time I'm like I can literally just put this money back into my savings and no like <laughs> I'm getting money back some way so for me it was more like a, I definitely needed to get an extra job so I yeah. kept on trying to look for part-time role and that's how Rimmel came about and that was 2014 so it was meant to be six months it kind of got extended to 12 okay. months um, because they were like no and then after that they were like oh can you stay and I was like nah I've done I've done my dues here. Mm-hmm. I think I did about 12 to 15 months or so over there. And then I was like, I need to go because I still believe in my brand. And if I carry on that remote, Yeah, you'll get comfortable. Yes. you just get the comfortable. The money was good. I was getting, mm. yeah. So for me, it was like, no, I I still believe in what I did. And I can't just let it go. I've invested a ton of money into this business. Every time you want to give up, you just think, yeah. ah, that thousand, yes. that was just deposited Mate. one click of a button. Exactly. No. So... For me, I was like, no, I'm gonna walk away. Yeah. Um, and if, like I've always said, if I needed to, you know, go back into full time work, I know I can do it. But right now, like, I want, you know, I want, I want to make sure I make nine new work. And then I came out of that, and I started. And then from there, um, more, more word of mouth. It was more word of mouth. Yeah. It was someone I've worked with at Rimmel saying, oh my god, you should meet Amina. Do you want to do this? She can do this. She's a contractor. She's a freelancer. I know. And that's literally how that freelance um, side of things... So just like, like a natural progression. It was a natural progression because the first one was hardcore in terms of finding that role. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I found that rebel role and I came out of it, it was literally word of mouth. Like, oh my God, I know her. Or people like a supplier... <laughs> the loud one, with. I heard yeah, of her. Exactly. <laughs> Basically. Or like a supplier I've worked with saying, oh, um, we know someone that's done this for someone. You should link up yeah. with them kind of thing. So the freelance side of things and the contractor um, side of things just kind of took a world of its own and then, then kind of grew from that. Don't get me wrong, there were periods where it was, 
Like, like there was zilch, no money, nothing. Three <laughs> months, no money, no income, nothing. And that's what I want people to understand because it's like, uh, you have to be patient, you mm-hmm. have to have a thick skin and you have to graft if you want to be yeah. a freelancer or a contractor in this industry. And I know like the world is moving into that place where everyone wants to, you know, work for themselves. Oh, everyone. Not, it's not easy. Um, I've always wanted to do that. So I knew no matter what the cost, I'm doing it. I'm making it work. And so... After that, it just kind of picked up, but then it would drop back and then it would pick Seasonal. back up again. That's yeah, the thing. That's, that's what freelancing is. That's the thing is. with freelance. Like, I think if more people were just honest, more people were like, you know what? This month I lived off my savings so instead yeah. of actually getting jobs. jobs. No. Then, like, it's, it's important because I honestly believe that a lot of black women get into freelance work because it's that freedom, freedom. I can be my authentic mm-hmm. self by myself I don't need to work for anyone yeah. else and it's not even like because you don't like like having a boss it's just you just want peace of mind you're like I don't have to deal with mm. the nonsense like no. doing my own thing but let's also be real let's what be re- no. it really is when working for yourself it's one month you're making money yeah, yeah. one month you're not or three months you're not and it's and, and I always say to people, if you are one, if you're someone that you know you're not very good with finances, mm-hmm. get an accountant or get someone to manage your money for you. Because freelancing is you're gonna make ten grand less in one month. Mm-hmm. You're be like, yes, I made it. I made I money. Yeah. I'm doing this and doing it. And then for the next three months, you're not making any money, and you're like, oh, what happened to the ten yeah, grand? Exactly. It's, oh. And because I've always been so good with money, me get this money, 80% I'm putting away, 20% mm-hmm. I'll play around with, obviously, and then the rest I'll pay my bills. And yeah, 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 yeah. Thing. But I've always been good in knowing from early on, especially, obviously, investing in myself as a business and knowing I need to save for a rainy day. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. If I don't make any sales this month, if no work comes in, I still need to pay my bills. Exactly, my bills exactly. Not, bills don't yeah, stop. They don't stop. So, um, I would always say if you're planning on working for yourself or freelancing, please, if you're not good with money, get an accountant or get someone that you know in your family or whatever to manage your finances yeah, yeah. for you because it's quite key and it's really important because you are going to get dry season. We all do. Like, you, I, I mean, I'm in a situation now where I have, I'm constantly, you know, having mm-hmm. work and I have clients like on a rotation. Um, but amen. before then, I uh, know, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, amen. Keep it coming. I know, but there was times when yeah. I only had one client. <laughs> now I literally turned down work. I'm really? Like, See, yeah. That's a nice space to be in. It, it's, I can't even explain to you how amazing it's been for me in the sense of even about, what, two or three years ago, I was still in a situation where I was getting work here and mm-hmm. work there and whatnot. It was only around, um, and then I worked for a company um, for like three or four months as well. And then after that, and then I was like, okay, so I have nothing else for another, you know, yeah, yeah. foreseeable future. And literally in the space of three months, three of my clients that I've carried on working with and still do just came like literally right after each other type of thing. Great things I would always say is your LinkedIn, I never mm-hmm. used to think it was a great tool. I need to please te- teach no, me. Let me let me not let me Link- embarrass myself and just tell the truth. Me <laughs> and LinkedIn. Oh, <laughs> if you catch me on there, you're lucky. Um, seriously. Um, Emmeline. Mm-hmm. Um, found me through LinkedIn. Yeah, I'll that's see contact. Yes, and that's what I mean. Like your LinkedIn is the best. Like it, I, it's never for me. It's been the best thing ever. Yeah. And also my Instagram. I mean, mm. in the beginning when I started Instagram, I found your Instagram. Yeah, it was a playful situation of like, uh, let me post pictures, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Let, let me look good. Sh- let one me show these yeah, people, exactly, man. Exactly, what I'm working with. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> every day they see you in science. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, so I was like, when I started my Instagram, it literally was more like a... And then it kind of 
rolled into oh let me talk about more about my work mm-hmm. i do get a lot of questions about how did you get into this how yeah. did you get into cosmetic science how did you get into formulating how did you become a freelancer and all it's, that type of it's wild to me like like i was saying this period has allowed me just to have time to read yeah. and just to see like there are spaces that will occupy in that no one really knows that black women occupy these spaces mm-hmm. and I came from a fashion background and even fashion I'm like you guys don't go into that was, was my us it was that, that was was that of, it was in the beauty of fashion literally I'm like, telling you yeah. but I'm like you guys don't go into the community and show it really expose yeah. the industry so people could be like oh my god wait there's jobs like this there's like I always get so embarrassed when I'm like wait in 2020 I'm like what there's she does cosmetic science it's just casual but yeah. A lot of people don't know. I know. They don't know how to get into it. I they know. don't know where to even start. Especially if you've got African parents who are telling you mm-hmm. it's law, it's accountancy, it's, that's the only... Like... No. Um, and I think I think that's very important that like you're mentioning that because for me, it's you always see the glamour sides of mm-hmm. the beauty of fashion, mm-hmm. the, the outside of it. You don't see the people behind the scenes. No. I've always been the behind the scenes person. Mm-hmm. I'm the one doing the formulating. I'm the one doing the brand development. I'm yeah. the one doing the strategy to launch into new markets and whatever you want to call it. It's not the gra- glamorous side of it, but it's the most important side of it. And sometimes um, it's the most rewarding part most, of it. Because the first time mm. I ever saw the first product I ever um, worked on for sleep makeup when I was in a club somewhere and a girl pulled it out. See? Was, I literally wanted to die. I was like, <laughs> I made that. Yeah. <laughs> I made that kind of thing. So, yeah, I think it's quite key that we do talk about um, these things, especially behind the scenes, because Mm -hmm. I never saw anyone like myself growing up in terms of that industry. To be fair, I didn't even know this. It even existed. And I think, you know, saying it to your audience in regards to if you're ever interested in beauty and you're not sure, I would definitely recommend this course. It's called BSc Cosmetic Science, and it's Mm -hmm. the University of the Arts. Um, London College of Fashion was the one where I was based in. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. it's a, I think it w- it was a four year course, and I think now it's, you can do a four or five mm-hmm. years and actually get a master's in it as well. Now, if Amazing. you wanted to, not me, I was done with it. <laughs> <laughs> and what's really important for black brands is to start at that level, so that because I was reading somewhere an article, and um, the the founder of a complex company which is um, it's a herbal beauty brand. It's a black-owned business as well. Okay. And she did an interview. She was just saying a lot of the products, when they're created, they're created with a white woman in mind already. So it's kind of like for black brands, if you do want to get into it, you want to start from the where it is produced, that it is actually being produced for black women from the get-go. Because, you know, we're going to get into skincare, yeah. but I always say skincare products, some products are for black and white, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But if you really, some products, if you really start it, just from starting it as an idea and just be like, this is for black women, from how it's created. You're not going to go wrong. You can't go wrong yeah. because you're like you're creating something. A lot of these brands are just creating something and just be like, we'll market it to black people. Yeah. But they haven't actually created it with us in mind. You know, the, the problem with makeup, especially mm-hmm. I'll talk about makeup, is... The people that work on these products, most people in the labs, mm-hmm. they're 90%, you know, white. They yeah. don't see a lot of black, you know, women or men in yeah, the yeah, lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm working on makeup, um, if I'm not there personally formulating it myself and I'm working with the lab, I w- and they would be like, oh, we've matched this shade. And I told them what I want them to do and then they send it to me. And I'm like, this is not right. And they're yeah. like, look, it's right. And I'm like, you're trying it on your skin tone. Oh, God forbid, demon. <laughs> is, he, <laughs> is he Are they okay? 
Right. Seriously. And this is the issue. And that's the thing. It's like, so imagine if you are working in product development mm-hmm. um, for a brand and you want to develop a product for a black, you know, for black skin mm-hmm. and you don't have anyone black working in your product development team and you're working with, you know, formulators in a lab who are full of, you know, white people mm-hmm. and they're trying a product on their hand and they're like, yes, we got it. We- but you haven't tested it on black skin. How, how can you know? And that's the thing. It's like, we... Like, I remember when I was working at Sleep Makeup, even before I got there, mm-hmm. um, they, we used to have this thing, we called it, like, a skin. It's like a um, skin kind of texture. And it was, like, my skin tone. Oh, okay, Chocolate, okay, yeah. nice. And they used to use that to test, to see what exactly. the shape looked Like, there's so many different ways of doing it. You can't just be like, oh, because we don't have a... No, that's ridiculous. You could do a focus group. You can, exactly. Like, and so, for me, it's, like, it's uh, it's pathetic. It's a stupid excuse. There's no excuse for that in this, you know, in mm-hmm. recent years, for you not to be able to do that. But... From a you know formulator perspective, I understand and I get it when they're saying it to me, oh, but this is exactly what you wanted. And I'm like, on your skin tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. my skin tone, it looks completely different. I'm telling you. I can see, you know that blue you can't see? I can see it. <laughs> I can Bright see it. Bright and ashy. Yeah, exactly. Bright and exactly. ashy, yeah. And, and I think that's the thing. It's like they forget, like, you know, they've made it and they think this is perfect because they've tried it on their skin. Yeah. But you, when it comes on my skin, it's completely different. I remember, you know, every single, when we launched Eminem, and trying to do 30 shades of um, reds or you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. Like, it's people are like, oh my God, they look so similar. I was like, no, my skin. You see. <laughs> We're just, just, just shaking our heads. Like, like, like people won't understand. And that is why I'm so glad we're having these conversations, yeah. however uncomfortable they are, but we're having it because it's just that. Like, how. One red is not the same on every black person. There's the undertone. There's the yellow. There's the red. There's the blue. Undertone. Like we are so like you can look at us with naked eyes and be like, oh, you guys are the same. But if I might, she's yellow. She's yellow. I'm 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 more red. Exactly. Like I'm on red undertone. Like, but they wouldn't know that no. if they're not working with the right people. Yeah. We need to be like this. Is like we need to be in so many industries because. Especially makeup. I'm, who doesn't spend more makeup than black women? I. <laughs> that's always been a concept that's eluded me in the sense of we don't spend money on wig. I've been in makeup. I've mm-hmm. been working in within the makeup industry since you know I left uni. That was I told you my first role was yeah. makeup, and I know you know the black women spending power because working as sleek makeup. First of all, everyone thinks sleek makeup is owned by a black person. It's not. I need to study to end no. that because everyone thinks this is. But to be fair, they were a white family and that employed literally 50% of us was black. Okay, okay, see? Our product development team was, there was three people, two of them were black, including myself. Oh, see? You've got the core, yeah. That they've always done right from the very beginning. But um, when, you know, what was I talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I have a million one things going through my head. What was I talking about? (laughs) I and I know people me. know that this is in the morning, so it was not like I've been drinking <laughs> this, or whatever. I'm having, there's no red wine. Yeah. No, we were just talking about the importance of having like people of colour in this in, industry. In industry yeah. black women, women, we spend money we on do, makeup. Like, oh, that's it, the black women spending power. Because even like the six months contract that I did with mm-hmm. Rimmel, I was brought in because they were doing a special project. Oh. And it was, yeah. So they were expanding their foundation range. That's and, when they need us. Mm-hmm. 
So <laughs> this is why this this is why I'm so like we'll get into this, but I'm so because I'm so protective of the black woman. Like yeah. a lot of these brands, I'm just looking at them with side eye. Mm. A lot of these companies, I'm just like you're doing it because you've been called out. Like I'm waiting for the year progress. I'm waiting yeah. for the two years. Yeah. I'm waiting for like because you because Vogue is throwing a lot of these contents and putting influencers influencers out, I which know. I love, but. We're talking about letting us in the door. door yeah. So Rimmel oh, yeah. just calling people when they need us. Yeah. No, like... Um, to, I mean, yeah. There's a lot to say. There's a lot I can mm-hmm. say. But to be fair, I mean, when I worked there, like I said to you, this was 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. their foundation rate was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's back real. then. Yeah, it, oh. was, it was a joke. We Even, spent more of our money trying yeah, to find the right one back yeah. then. Oh. It, it was a joke. So for them, they wanted to definitely expand that and make sure they were doing the right thing. And so they wanted someone with my background yeah. and my experience who's actually formulated for um, black skin before oh, no. to be able to carry that project exactly. and bring it into fruition. Um, although it became ridiculous because they were only doing three new shades. And I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> three new shades for the whole of the black community. <laughs> These people don't respect us. Yeah, you these people do not respect. Oh, I know. I was just like, like three old shades, you know. Ah, in one family, they don't even get the same shade. <laughs> in one family, same mom and same dad. None not, of exactly. us are even the same shade. You know what I mean, so yeah, like, and I think you know, like you said, you know, we're having this conversation, but it's about actually, you know, the progression. Mm-hmm. It's not just this. We're not a trend. It's not a trendy thing. And I think I, I hope. I mean, I still worked for a brand like two years ago, whose foundation range was five shades, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> It is also like you have to laugh because and you're just like yeah. if I don't laugh me I would just cry because even till this day going to the airport they still don't have a full you know, range like you know we don't travel always, you know what they always say about that because of, like I said I've worked you know in yes, different uh, parts of the industry they're like it is like a, oh well um, they don't shop here and so when we carry it it just kind of collects dust and so so for every single store they place their own order mm-hmm, so okay. let's say for instance you have a super drug in Dalston depending on the audience which yeah, I'm yeah. guessing would be more of it back in our day anyway before it got um, gentrified um, um, back in the day they would order predominantly the darkest shades because oh, of yeah. the area whereas you would go to like your west end and whatnot, and you would see 30 shades of beige mm-hmm. basically like and they used to say it was because you know most of their stores you know the audience or the consumers that come in there that's the shade they buy. So they're never going to place an order for a darker skin, t- um, a darker shade, which then transfers down to product development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you're saying that to a store, mm-hmm. uh, if a store's saying that to a brand and the brand's developing shades, they won't and they're re- saying 50 shades of ivory is selling 10 million um, units mm-hmm. and the darker shades are selling 5,000 per year. Wow, I don't need to invest in that. But then, like... I'm like, but where are you stocking these? So what you're trying to say, black women don't travel. It's 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 like BS. we don't buy from there because we don't see, see it. And that's what I'm saying. It's BS because mm-hmm. the thing is, they automatically assume this. Yeah. It's if it's there, I'll buy it. Exactly. If I see it, I'll buy it. But you automatically assume I don't come to your store or I don't shop from your store or I don't buy that certain brand because I can't afford it. So because you automatically assume that, you're not ordering that shade. And if that shade's not there, well obviously I'm not gonna buy it. it this is what I'm saying. Like every time I go through duty free, I'm trying to get duty free. Who doesn't I'm, want f- cheaper makeup? I'm the queen of duty free. <laughs> <shopper>. Forever. <laughs> Maybe someone will be like I didn't pack perfume. Ah, why are you packing? 
working. Me, I'm getting a fresh one from G3. That's me too. Me every too, time I go to Ruthie, I always buy a pair of feet. Every time. You have to, why not? But was like, you don't want one for the road. I will get it at duty exactly, free. I've exactly. sprayed myself already. But that's the thing, like, when you go through duty free, you don't see foundation. I'm always at, um, I was using, uh, what was I using? Star, Star. What brand is that? Star? <laughs> or black opal or black no it's it's Lancome. not black opal is it Lancome yeah. I think they've got a range something called Star maybe I've never bought a Lancome I haven't worn foundation in forever exactly. so, <laughs> so so but I'll try and go there for cheaper yeah. and it's never there the it's it's beige upon beige upon beige you might get one olive and that's the thing once they add that olive and, and they're like <laughs> like they they're is done yeah <laughs> And it's literally here you go diversity and then they have the cheek to tell us that we don't buy and that's the thing like I obviously I'm more like I'm the darker end of the spectrum in regards mm-hmm. to black skin tone and so for me it's always been I remember the first ever makeup I ever bought was MAC that was the oh, only thing that was everyone, who yeah. didn't um, me and what was it oh, what's that powder um, Fashion Fair. No, no. Um, Mac. Studio. Oh, studio. studio. Jesus. The way I used to kick my face <laughs> off in Studio Fix. Anyway, <laughs> story for another time. But um, that was the first, you know, makeup mm-hmm. range like I ever bought because for me, it was the only people that actually did my shade. It was hard for me to actually found, to find something that I could use when I was younger, like in my early 20s or even yeah, in my Yeah, yeah, it was impossible. Because, yeah, because, and that's the thing, like even certain brands, like I've said, like I've worked for, they would do dark, but not even covering me and I'm like, I'm to blend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's not dark. Enough. Like, I don't understand what you think black, you know, that black spectrum ends, but it's definitely not there type of thing. And let's not even talk about the names sometimes when I see <laughs> But And then, you know what? That is the problem as well, because you guys have people on the table, in the room, that are just throwing ideas around. Because you don't have, like, I know this sounds so small, but they still don't get it how if you don't have a diverse yes, team, yeah. you might throw, I swear recently there was a, a lip gloss or something, someone called this slavery brown. Huh? Uh, you, you before. You are. are you serious? I'm telling you, like, of recent, I can't even say it was 20, 2000. Yeah. No, I know within the last couple of years, I know there was a brand that got in trouble based on the names that they were naming their lip gloss. And I'm just like, are you sick? Because you don't have people in the team to be like, yeah, just tone deaf. Ignorant, I thought common yeah. sense was yeah. common but I think everyone's starting to realise it's we should literally name it uncommon very yes, <laughs> yes. there's, there's some because. people that speak and you're just like no sir not today you shouldn't have opened your mouth today wasn't for you but yeah um, I still think there's definitely still a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. in the industry in regards to that um, I think uh, personally for me obviously because of, I come from the other end of it yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there's been progression I, can, I can't lie and say there hasn't been that's good or uh, things are not moving in whether it's done for the right reason or it's mm-hmm. done because oh we must be seen like you know we're catering to everyone whether you know whatever decision that is I know you know we're moving in the right direction but there's still a long way to go yeah, like yeah, I said yeah. I think it's more about getting us in the through the mm-hmm. door, making sure we're sitting at that board table, exactly. Like we're part of that conversation before it gets gets to the end consumer, exactly. Because that's what a lot of people get it wrong is because no one like myself or you are on that you know in that boardroom. Like I've been in boardrooms because like a lot of my roles have been obviously directorial roles, and then someone yeah. like a, they're having a conversation. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's not good. You know, they're like the the face, like mm, no, it's not good. And that's the thing. Like I've always said this because I I'm not even going to lie about it. Mm-hmm. I know certain people who've been in that boardroom that look like myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, I don't know whether I should say something. And that's it, the 
Mm. So, I, you know, it's a twofold thing because, like I said to you, I've always been that person that be like, I'm just going to speak my mind. Whether you take it on or that's mm-hmm. your problem. Like, and if I feel like I need to walk away from this because it's just not, you know, it's not a conducive relationship, then I'll walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do know some people who are like, should I have said something? Like, it's kind like, of thing. Yeah, because you're like, oh. I don't want to lose my job. I don't yeah. want to be like, I'm the problematic black girl. Exactly. Like, and I'm like, it's, oh, like literally, like this difficult. is why, oh, I hold such a, such a, like black women is such a special place because mm. I know that feeling. Yeah. I know that you're like, no, I'm against this yes. and you don't want to speak. And that doesn't even make them bad. No, it's just it like this. Of course. This is how I wish that there was more of us who were like you who would yeah. be able to speak up, who were felt secure to be like, you know what, it is it's what just, it is. Yeah. But we don't know people's situation at home. Because <laughs> me, I have a son. And Wait, I-, I will write to HR. <laughs> <laughs> I have to. Because if I write to HR, you guys don't, you do it properly your own way. So then I can't just lose my job just like that. And that's what I mean. Like, Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it is. It's like a, it's not. I would never ever judge someone because mm-hmm. you know because you don't know people's situation. Like, At oh, we've all. all got bills to pay, kind of thing. Like, and I think the more we have this conversation, the more people know their rights. Because mm-hmm. if I say something like that, if I was that girl that wasn't comfortable saying it, and I say something like that, and the next day you want to fire me, I know I've got rights. Yes, like, yes. And that's the thing. Like you know, knowing we can have that conversations now, knowing people are talking about it, knowing, and I think. I've always said this. I had an idea like a, a couple of years ago, which I'm yeah. still open. I, I can build on. It's all about women supporting women in businesses. And for me, I remember when I started with my career, it was just me. Yeah, I had yeah, no one yeah, to yeah. talk to. I had no one to ask advice for. But the more I've grown in my career, the more networks I make, um, the more people I'm connecting through. I'm like, we've all been through certain yeah, yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. And oh, we can all talk about shared it. Shared experiences. Ask, yeah, I was never one to ask for advice. I'm like, mm. I can do it. If I don't know it, Google will teach me. <laughs> me you know me it was I never had it's such a good point you bring I never had someone that I could go to like I said like my parents were their first Af- first yeah. generation African who came and they even came quite late in their late 30s yeah. so it wasn't like they were in their 20s where they could start again and get to know things so I didn't have anyone so when I was navigating through fashion I didn't have mentorship yeah. I didn't have um like right now how everyone is so exposed to the people working backstage yeah. back then we didn't have instagram mm. so you can see like oh the editor is black or the f- so it's it was hard to navigate when you don't know mm. how to navigate there isn't someone older, i understand someone that look, so like yeah. please do the business do no, that i completely sponsor. understand For we me, need it it's so key because a lot of my friends have either you know um, gone freelance or started working for mm-hmm. themselves or doing you know a side or so and it's like uh you know how do you do your tax Mm. should I have a limited company or should I be self-employed I didn't know none of that I can't lie to you and so and that's what I'm saying like for me I have like obviously I'm still very you know young in my career but there's a lot of knowledge or things that I've accumulated over my time from launching a limited mm-hmm. company to starting a self-employed business to then going back to a limited company like little things like that and yes, mistakes share, I've made share, no, and the, you yeah. know mistakes I've made along the way that I'm like if I can pass one little knowledge yeah. to someone else I think it's quite key because that is the thing you know when I started social media wasn't a big thing it wasn't mm-hmm. like I can connect with someone and be like hey can I ask you a question yeah, yeah, literally yeah. I googled my way through mm-hmm. you know launching my company and then I made a lot of mistakes yeah. and now I'm rebuilding myself back up like and so for me it's like a it's great to be able to connect 
um, through, um, with people through social media, yeah. but then also creating a network for women in businesses because yeah. it is it's so hard. Like I'm not, I literally had no one. My mom was never started a business, so I didn't. Even she didn't know exactly. None of my sisters, like, and I have two older sisters. They've never done anything like that. Ah, my, please, age is nothing. Or no, 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 sometimes you don't know. No, you exactly. Can't, like, yeah. I'm saying, like, and then none of my friends. All my friends mm-hmm. were in nine to fives. Like I'm telling so, you, literally, I was navigating through this on your world, own, on my own, and googling. I was Google, Google, Google. <laughs> Even now, though, to be fair, I love Ah, I mean, everything. <laughs> if you say something, me, don't worry. I will Can Google I... it. Even as I'm reading an article, I'm Googling. This, you oh, have that's to. What that's what I do. That's... I literally Googled how to write a business plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, we laugh, but it's like you have to get... If you don't have yeah. no one to turn to, you have to do it yourself. Yeah. And there is... It, there's nothing wrong with doing it yourself but why do something yourself where well, you could have done it even quicker because and someone I'm would have gave you that knowledge by women in so many different industries mm-hmm. who's done so many amazing things and I'm just like no there must be a way we can filter this back to mm-hmm. younger generations of people coming after us because for me I know if I had a network of people like that I think Lily would have been something else. I'm being convinced. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I would have navigated, you know, my the way I did my business and planned everything. A lot of completely, yeah, completely different. Don't get me wrong. I always say to people, I don't regret it. So just saying that Lily is not a success anymore, okay. and so I'm just wrapping up the okay. um, the business in itself. But people are like that, that's a great. That's also such a great gem to to know when it's time to. to to oh stop my. like that's a really good conversations to have because we you have I've, to like I've noticed like sometimes we give advice and then people take it to the extreme it's like don't give up and someone is like the business is not doing well no one is buying it you're not doing the right thing yeah it, if you give up, it's not like saying, "Oh yeah," like no, I've just it's no. Not, it's just like you've you've responded and you've seen, and you're like, "Okay, this idea not is not right." Yeah, it's, it's not, not. Oh my god! Like I'm saying to you, doing Lily was probably one of the best things I ever did mm-hmm. in my career. Because without that, I don't think I would have navigated my way through this freelance world um, and gotten to where I I am. Because, like I said, I started a limited company from scratch. Yeah, the yeah. things I learned from starting that company is literally invaluable. I'm yeah. letting you know. From there was so so many things happened along the way, and it was only taking all those mistakes and learnings from that that I've applied it into you know launching a new brand yeah. for someone else and being part of that journey from the very beginning. Like you know with Emily, and you know I think we've only been launched for two months. It's you know already going in the like, yes. In, Can we please path. talk about Emily? <laughs> like, the colors, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Emmeline's, um it's a new cosmetics and um, makeup range that we just launched a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmeline is founded by Emmeline Ramlove, who's the founder of the brand. Uh, but then um, I met Emmeline about two and a half. Black two, owned. Yeah, black, black, black owned. Black women. Black yeah. women. Um, yeah, I met with Emmeline about two and a half years ago, something roughly around that time, mm-hmm. and she had the idea of like, oh, she's like Amina, like. You know, I always find the right nice red or nice pink. Mm-hmm. Or me, I'm a red like, girl. Oh. But I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm a nude girl. Like, oh, <laughs> me, I'm red. If I'm I could, like, if I could do red nails, I used to always do red nails. My sister's like, ah, please Is give it? up. Yeah, see, and that's the thing. I think we figured out you were either a nude girl mm-hmm. or a red girl. But basically, a uh, concept was. I, you know, I find a nice red, but I literally always want to match my nails um, to mm-hmm. my lips. But I never find that. And the thing is, literally, I was looking at it, I was like, I've never had that problem. But then I was like, 
But if you're having that problem, mm-hmm. I'm sure you're not the only woman no, in the world. No, at all. And so for us, like we started that, we created a concept around that beauty brand um, and then, you know, created product ranges around that. And two and a half years later, through everything, through Corona, through, um, you don't even, if I explain to you, you know what, I should definitely do my podcast. You yeah. talk about building a brand. Do if it. If I tell do you it. everything that has happened do to doing this, I think people would be like, you should have given up. I felt like we should have yeah. given up at some point. But no, um, we launched in May and it's been, the reception so far has been mm-hmm. amazing. But I think we always said, for us, the product was the key thing. Yeah. I should have brought you some stuff. I it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, me, I, me I tell everyone, on your podcast <laughs> this is friendship forever so you can post it later yeah no it's, it's fine um because for me i always say this like um for us it was all about the product yeah, yeah, yeah. we said we just needed to get the product into people's hands once we do that the product will speak for itself and that's literally what's been happening i mean we had a big launch we we're going to do like a launch party yeah. um, and then we we're going to do like a three um, a pop-up in Covent garden but all of that obviously 2020 like i said covid19 just said i have different plans for all of you nah. and so we had to completely change the launch plans and made everything digital yeah. and for us the key thing was how are we getting this product in people's hands the whole point of it, of this brand was we need people to people to see it to have it to, to understand it. and then mm-hmm. be like no I believe in what you guys are doing and so having to obviously change our plans and everything but we've managed to actually have a successful launch mm. and every feedback literally it's, has been I've literally been seeing like I've I'm not gonna lie I was new to it and I was like and I was looking I was just like wait and then what I love about the website is that you can find women of your skin tone. So if you're not sure, you're just like, okay. And it's, when I tell you the skin tones are varied, it is from lightest, dark, it's like It's not medium. like the talking ju- two dark shades at the end of it. We've Because <laughs> I've um, noticed like even like it's undertone. Tone. It's And that's the thing, because I remember someone did give a feedback and they were like, oh, you have, you know, they all kind of look, you know, the same towards the, you know, darker end of the spectrum, mm-hmm. like the black girls. And I'm like, no, they all have different undertones. Trust me, I chose this models. I personally <laughs> chose every single one yeah, of those yeah. girls because I knew they represented someone that I know or someone that I know, like, you know, they might look similar, but she has more red on her skin yeah, yeah, and she yeah. has more yellow. And so those shades look completely different on them because of that. And that's the thing we've always said, and that's something we're going to carry on building. Mm-hmm. And we currently have 16 models on, you know, the website, but we always want to, because every single, we're still, we're seeing gaps already. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, okay, no, I, I need to find a model that, you know, looks like that yeah, and yeah, fits yeah. in there and whatnot. But that's the whole concept of it. Of it. It's like a, I don't want anyone left out. Like, yeah. uh, you know, we've all said it. We all felt left out, you know, back in the day and whatnot. For me, I want someone to be able to come to our, you know, to our brand and be like, I have found my perfect red or mm-hmm. I found my perfect nude. Like, I want everyone to be able to walk away with that, whatever that is, whether it's the nude or the red to match your skin tone yeah, yeah. or because you love that color and it's wild and looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And because, yes, we have been told we can't wear a yellow or an orange red because, you know, we're darker skin. Oh. Me try tell me. Me, I love lipstick. Like, well, you see, that's the thing. That's the thing about me as well. Like, I'm so not a makeup girl, and right. people expect me to be like a, like you. Before you find me wearing anything on my lip, mostly Camex. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, like that's the same with Pat McGrath. Like the yeah. makeup mother. Know, like yeah. the, but she doesn't wear makeup. No, it's like, literally. I love developing and if I want to I mean I think the last time I even had foundation on my face was three or four years ago Eesh. like if I'm being perfectly honest but the thing about yeah, your skin is but uh, then that's the skin, the skin so that's yes. my passion the, oh, we will get to the look at yeah. she's saying oh <laughs> 
skincare. <laughs> I just want to know what is your role? Like, what is your role currently with Emmeline? Like, so I'm the creative director t- okay. for the brand, which basically means the whole 360 running of the operations mm-hmm. of the business I'm kind of you know involved in so from the product development side of things to the marketing to the branding to the PR and influencer wow. partnerships so um, I kind of run you know the entire organisation is so is so I work very closely with Emily who's the founder yeah. um, and we've you know we started small like I said it was originally myself and her but we've built into a team of with um, freelancers and contractors a team of up to seven now Nice. Uh, we currently have so like I said we're and I'm, <laughs> I'm the, the frugal um, director because I'm like no we don't need this person I can do that yeah. or someone else can do that kind of thing because I've like I've built You've a brand it. before mm-hmm. and for me I don't want us to make a mistake of you know growing too quickly like if I feel like we can consolidate certain things yeah. then I'll happily do that because I've seen brands do it before where they expand way too quickly and then after year two they're like we can't that's it you have to grow with with the demand yes definitely and the thing is even you know you get as a new brand and you get attractive offers um retailers might approach you or Mm -hmm. retailer if it wasn't part of your original plan and it's not where you see yourself don't run to it yeah yeah, yeah. i'm telling you sometimes it's it's a it's more of a burden than it is like a thingy grow in the way you want to grow whether if you want to expand very quickly then do that obviously by all means but if you've always had the plan of starting small and you know growing thinking big then definitely do that because i've seen brands think because you know a retailer approached them and they're like yes we want (laughs) to get into want to get into you know um uh, Harrods or whatever yeah, it is yeah, they and then your supply chain you have to think about your supply chain like how are you affording to get into Harrods mm-hmm. they are going to order a minimum at a certain time can you reproduce this that quickly can you afford to pay the staff that are going to be like there's all those you have to think about and people don't think about it. it's like this is why you Harrods. do your podcast <laughs> I would say people are like people like, I had a I had a makeup idea and now it's like oh <laughs> exactly that's all these like, extras yeah no? like you don't think about all those and that's what like I always say to be, and, and, I guess again this is all those information you garner over years of being in the industry mm-hmm. that's why I have always said like you know that cosmetic science degree if you want to work in the industry I would de- you mm-hmm. literally get the 360 of it if you want to work behind the scenes anyway obviously if you want to do something a bit more glamorous then yeah. you know that's different if you want to be a writer or a PR manager or whatever it is then you know cosmetic science you don't need to do that yeah. but um, if you want to know exactly the mechanics of running a business and starting a business and also how to put together a product yeah the product definitely recommend I've never I, my friends are like you love your I was like I love what I do it's yeah. not work to me it that's amazing I think that's I've I've got to a stage where I envy that because I think loads of people it's like oh it's, it's just a job it's just trying to figure yeah. it out and that's yeah. fine I remember I was talking to my little brother and he's just like his girlfriend is a little bit frustrated because she's not sure what she wants to do yeah. she's young so I'm always like tell her it's gonna come don't rush but those who do have it, it's inspiring to see. It's just like, you know what, you can have it. Yeah, you... some people figure it out later mm-hmm. on, and that's completely okay. I know a few of my friends yeah. that are just figuring it out now. And for them, they're like, oh, you know what, it's great. Like, it's fine. I, I don't feel like I, I got there eventually. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Yeah, for me, I mean, like I said, it was, I stumbled across it, and I was like, this has my name written all over it. <laughs> and you find it. You know what literally. they say, when it's yours, it's yours. Yes, like, honestly, when it's yours, it it's yours. my name written all over it, and I've never regretted even you know like i said hemorrhaging money away for lila lee and not making that money back i'm telling you like even still today when i meet people and they're like so do you regret it and i'm like hell no no you can't no you can't you like you can never regret for trying yeah like, and like I if it fails you're like oh but i tried i think that is like 
But then I think it's a, it's a lot of those questions. I think I've had a couple of podcasts asked mm-hmm. recently. So it depends on what success means to you. Yeah, it means making that you know big money and being famous or whatever. Then yeah, that you're gonna regret it. Mm-hmm. But if it means doing something you actually love, and I love that whole development process of setting mm-hmm. up a brand because it's gotten me to where I am. I've never been. I've never done my work. Obviously, I've I've got bills to pay. We don't have bills yeah. to pay. But well, I've never. We didn't. I know. But I've never done this because I was trying to get to a certain level or make a certain yeah, amount of yeah. money. I've done it because I love what I do. And because I love it and I have the passion for it, mm-hmm. I've put in the time and the work because I, no matter what I'm doing, it has to work. I, I want to make it work, yeah, whether yeah. it happens or not. And it's just become a natural progression that I've gotten to a place where even I didn't think in my career I would be at mm-hmm. 35 because I was just like, I knew I wanted to work for myself, but I, I was you like... You didn't know to what scared. No, no, you're no. there. No, I really didn't. And for me, it was just like, I'm just going to carry And as soon as I... To be fair, though, but as soon as I started working for myself, I was like, this is where I, I yeah. know I need to be. Like, it's not... I'm not a 9-to-5-er. Mm-hmm. I would... Yes, um, I woke up. I went to bed at 10 p.m. last night for some ridiculous reason. And then I woke up at 2 and I was working from 2 to 5. And then I went That's back the to thing. You have to find what works for you. I think for me now, being a mum, I'm sh- like the doing things for myself is just because I can then schedule it around my kid. Yeah. Like I don't have to go 9, like 9 in the morning and drop him off somewhere like... I can be flexible. Yeah, I want to yeah. be flexible. I don't want to be nine to five and I see my kid for two, three hours a day, goes to bed. No. Mm-hmm. And that's for me. Like, that's what I'm chasing the, the podcast world and the freelance because yeah. it's that it's that movement, that flexibility. So what are, sorry, can I ask, mm-hmm. what are you doing? I know you do your podcast, but in terms of freelancing... So, at the moment, I'm actually I'm actually employed. Like, I have what, a... full-time? No, part-time. Oh, okay. I was going to say, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like when I see this is why like I'm in mm. awe of women mums working mums I look at them I'm like how are you doing oh, this you tire me when I feed them and they Nine all got two kids and two, g- mm-hmm. ah, two kids I'm even looking at my son I'm like <laughs> uh, me you'll be a single one but it's true like so at the moment I work part time for medical companies okay. nothing related okay, to this but it was perfect because I was just like okay the schedule is perfect for me like I start in the evening um and I've done my kid, he's fine, he's mm. eaten, I'm with him. So then I can do that. It's finding your balance, yeah. find find your groove, find what's you. Because we, we grew up with no nine to five was it. You finish school, you get nine to five, you have one. Mm-hmm. Like, and even now I think like the older generation, like, oh, you guys, you want it all, you want the life, you want, uh-uh, sir. So- <laughs> Wait, so you know what you know what us to have fun. You want us to work. Exactly. Like our parents, three, four jobs. Like My they did, did they did yeah. well, but it's like you didn't have to you yeah. shouldn't have to work should, that hard. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's like I'm I'm glad the world is moving towards that mm-hmm. way because I think most people are starting to become entrepreneurs or freelancers, which I think is great. Because I, I I'm not of the mind of money to Friday nine to five. No. I think I'm I mean I've I have consistently worked and I think that's why I'm getting to that bit where I can't. I literally yeah, I don't like, want to. I, I, I don't want to work nine to five Monday to Friday because what am I working for? Mm, what am I what am I living Even for? companies yeah. now, I feel like even companies literally, that are it should not, be Monday to Thursday. It should I'm be sorry, Monday Friday, Saturday, Sundays, three days weekend. It should be. There should <laughs> be a lot more people like I feel like this lockdown or this pandemic has it's really gonna force a lot of companies to, to re- rethink and be like, do we need all our stuff in? Mm-hmm. Do we need them to come in Monday to Friday? Do we need them all to come in at nine o'clock? Like there's gotta be some flexibility That's that, exactly like, what I've been I really saying. hope yeah. that after this, like a lot of um companies really see like, you know what, we don't need to have an office space. Two of my friends they've been told you don't need to come in until next year. Uh, uh, 
Be fantastic. I don't even want to see you. Like and me right now, I'm working from home. Exactly, I'm that's what from I mean. Home. So I think, you know, as much as we want to come at 2020, I think it was a needed year. <laughs> we will come for it. I'm just bitter <laughs> because of all the, all the different other day plans. We will come 2020, yeah, guys. Exactly. Ruined us. But it is, it's a teaching moment. It definitely is because I know I've always said that. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as I started working for myself, I was like, I can't go back to 9 to 5 yeah. to Friday. I really can't because I don't even, sometimes I'm... And that's, I think this is the the not glamorous side of working for yourself. Like, I have days where I'm just like, oh, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah, yeah, my, It's not connecting. Like Today's my, just not here. Yeah, my body and my mind is not connecting. And then you're not like, forced to have no, to go into work exactly. and pretend. And I'm being honest with you, Asha. Like, some days, literally, I'm just like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to sit in front of my TV and watch Netflix all day. I, because the thing I is, I'm... I've realized when I force myself to do those, I'm not my 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm doing it because I know I have to get through it. But once I do that and I take that full day off, sometimes I wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning and I'm working. Yeah, yeah, you just needed that little... Yeah, yeah. I just needed my brain to... Because since even the beginning of the year, it's just been go for me. And so consistently in here and there especially through corona and yeah how, how, home. how have you health, been doing um, because i've been literally every black person every, <laughs> every, every black person that i talked to or come across or even like just emailing yeah. i was booking the studio and i was just like how are you today yeah. how is your like i literally like i have some days where i'm just like oh it's nothing i forget what's happening so i'm with my son and i'm playing yeah. and then i'll take a moment and i'm like oh my god mm, there's yeah. like there's, it's a pandemic yeah exactly um so for me it's been ugh, it's hard because mm. I, me, I I didn't think I would be affected because yeah. I like I didn't have an office base anyway. Every time I wanted to do work or meet um, clients yeah, or yeah, have yeah. meetings, I would go to Albright in Mayfair. So okay. most of the time I would just work from home because I have my own office. Um, and so when all of this happened, I was like, hey, me, I'm not even concerned. It's <laughs> I've fine. Been doing I, this. I've been doing this. I've this is my daily this. anyway. Yeah. But no, it wasn't. Um, I was okay. I think in the beginning, um, mm-hmm. it was okay because I was. I didn't have time to stop because yeah, we were really meant to launch it. in March, and because of Corona, like I said, we had to change all our plans. And for me, it was like, should we launch? Should we not launch? Should we launch? Should we not launch? Mm-hmm. But then we decided to launch in May, and we had to completely change the strategy from a physical launch to a digital launch. Okay. And so I didn't have time to stop. I was just like, I had to sign in a new digital marketing agency. Yeah, so you're I had just to bring going, in a new e-commerce manager. Like I wasn't stopping. It was just, we need to make this work. And then once we launched in May, I literally, I remember the, the our launch day, I just switched off my phone. No one can even get in touch with me. Yeah, yeah. like, I'm not talking to anyone. I literally just, I need to sleep. Yeah. Um, and so that went. And then you, obviously you launch and everything is like, just at a faster pace as well. So I went through the whole of May not stopping either. Mm-hmm. And then June came and I was just like, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> that sweet, sweet I sleep. I am tired. I was mental, literally. Yeah. Just, I just shut down. And I remember I spoke to my sister. I was like, I just need two days. I, could, I was like, I don't want to talk Just two days? Oh, I, I should have taken I, a whole week. Uh, I mean, I could only afford myself two days, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I literally had two mm-hmm. days. I'm telling you, all I did was stayed in bed, ordered food, or cooked, or maneuvered my way to the kitchen. That's made it. Food, went back to bed, brushed my teeth. It's needed. Didn't even have a shower, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> it's needed. No, it's needed. I needed to just... Mm-hmm. But, 
for me, it's always been like that with freelance and contracting work. And I don't know whether this is the same for you or most people that freelance because most of the time you're by yourself mm-hmm. because I'm not in an office environment. I, if I don't need to see, you know, my staff or the people I work with or my clients or whoever it is, then I wouldn't. Yeah, because there's, so, many, the there's exactly. so many ways to contact. We exactly. Zoom, we've got Slack. Oh, I'm the this. queen of Zoom now. Before that, I didn't even know what Zoom Neither. was. I used to hate Slack. I like, didn't even know what Slack what, is. <laughs> so you're in, the same, you're in the same space, but you'll be messaging each other, sitting next to each other, but someone's messaging you. Right. I used to hate because startups so my forte is startups like I worked with a a couple of startups and everything is so fast paced so you're just like right into each other so many apps so many this now that I'm in lockdown I'm like oh this is perfect you want to crack jokes I'll slack it (laughs) I don't need to see you um, yeah and that's the thing it's Mm -hmm. like uh, for me when you do isolate yourself that much sometimes you do get to a place of I always work 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 and then I'm like I need a break and that's where I do go on holidays and I do because I, I just need to just, even though I'm not completely, you know, you know, tuning out, I get like, oh, I'm going to, you know, go out and have a good time. Because yeah. when I'm in London, I always say that and then I cancel all my plans because I'm like, I need to do this, I need to do that. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I'm on holiday, I'm like, well, I'm here already exactly. anyway. So you might I send a couple well. of emails and focus on important things. But yeah, during um, COVID-19, the, the, the mental uh, side of things has been, it's been real, I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I, um, I was saying to someone, I, I've, kind of suffered, suffered my first anxiety attack, which really? I didn't even think I, mm. I could have anxiety, but apparently I could kind you, of think you, like... Oh, I've learned a lot about myself. Exactly. My um, mental state during this thing. So, yeah. It's been real. Yeah, so I'm my thing is I always just... I just take a day off. Mm. I would just Netflix it. Netflix and eat. Um, and just literally completely zone out and yeah. tune off and not and when I say tune off not even talk to friends or WhatsApp or Kiki or have a phone call just sometimes I'm just telling you in your own mode. company yeah, it's airplane your own. mode like, because I think it's really important and that's the thing that's, I think if you freelance and you're working for yourself you need to remember to just take a break yeah because how does so no so how does because I want to get into skincare so how does skincare fall in for you is it like first of all how did it start because I always ask all my guests because me it's a personal thing I'm like did you get tips from your mom because for African women everything was it's always about black don't crack black salt someone called my mom my sister didn't exactly because she got too excited like the the way they get excited (laughs) my mom was like every time I was like mom how are you she's like I'm a sexy young woman I'm like that wasn't the question But no, but then one, it's always been very natural, yeah. a natural approach to it their is, skin. Yeah. So how did you, because you're into skin. Yeah. Is it because no. of your science background? Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, so growing up, what did I use? Osha Dudu Black Soap. Uh, <laughs> we all did. Vaseline. Uh, how dare we yeah. use Vaseline? Do you know what I mean? And then graduated into, I think, I, if I remember, my teenage years, mm-hmm. graduated into using Simple and Clean and Clear. Mm-hmm. Um, the exfoliating one from Clean and Clear because I always had oily skin. And yeah, I yeah, like yeah, me too. Them beads just took away <laughs> everything, literally, in my head. And then I used to most, um, um, I always had separate um, face cream in body okay. cream. But I used to use... Um, See, this neat. one was advanced. You people that would... Abby. Yeah, I tell you, she was, she was separating faces. Yeah, I did. Uh, you see? Um, I was using Nivea. You know Nivea? Is it the soft touch one? I don't they call it. The white top Okay, one. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the blue, non-Nivea cream. Because no, I no, think no. that one's thick. I don't know why anyone uses that. I'm sorry. It's just... 
<laughs> I would just, like, cl- clog up your skin. Yeah. yeah. I was using um, the Nivea white tub and I used to mix it with bio oil. Okay, bio okay. oil was my thing from really? very early on. See, yeah. I wasn't a, I don't oh. know, I wasn't a believer because I had a lot of stretch marks. And my mom's like, use bio oil, it's good, it's good. Maybe because I want quick results. Uh, you you know, yeah, I want people, <laughs> yeah. See, from day I've always had patience with my skin See, care. I've, I've learned to learn. Bio oil, um, I had surgery, like um, a good, maybe... 15 years ago or so really? the scar went from that to that no way I said to God it's really good it's, a, oh. it's not it's not it's not quick quick, quick, quick uh, it's not quick quick it's a long process yeah. um, but no it did help uh, now I use other things on it because I can formulate my own thing yeah. but um, I used to use bio oil um, on my face and um, I mixed it with Nivea and then I went through um, my teenage years and whatnot, and even my early um, tw- 20s, mm-hmm. um, just when I was doing cosmetic science. And as you can see right now, I have extremely oily skin. Like, yeah, yeah. my T-zone is just completely always, you can, I always say you can find egg on my face. Like, <laughs> All the time. Like, seriously, it is. So, for me, it's always been an issue of, okay, I need to kind of put this, you know, put it in control. Even though now I love my oily skin, I actually love it, because I'm like, I'm glowing. I like the glow. Mm-hmm. I'm just... <laughs> As long as, I, as long as I don't look sweaty, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. So I always had, um, I've always had um, combination skin. So my teeth okay. are really oily, and also my chin, and then the rest of my face is kind of dry. And then I went through obviously having um, hormonal teenage acne yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff oh. like that. And so that's when Studio Fix Mac came into it because I just used to kick up my face. Yeah, you just, just cover it. Cover so it that up. was the answer. You don't like it, so just cover it. Do you know what I mean? And so starting cosmetic science. Um, for me was like I've always loved makeup so I worked on makeup counters but mm-hmm. not like skincare was I, I, I'd I done research and I did certain things but it wasn't as advanced to what, obviously what yeah, I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah. but that came because I studied cosmetic science and understanding raw materials understanding ingredients mm. understanding skin um, and you know knowing what works for me um, as opposed to and that's uh, I always say to people like sometimes you want a quick fix but I'm literally being honest sometimes it's just a trial and error yeah. like, you have to be consistent and that's you have it. to be patient those two things are very very key I do consultations because I do skin consultations to one on one patients in terms of curating a skincare yeah, yeah, yeah. routine for them and whatnot. and the first thing I always say to them is if you're looking at me in six weeks because you want that scar to go away please walk away now it's not good to happen. No, it's so it's, true. Like yeah. consistency and patience it's is very, for skincare. You just have to. Key. Yeah, this is not makeup. It's not instant transformation. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to see. some ro- some ingredients. Um, they you know um, you can see results either immediately. Some of them take a couple of weeks. Some of them take three months. Yeah, like, yeah. And so that's my. It depends on what your issue is or what your um skin problems and are. And trying to achieve it yeah, long exactly. term or short term. Yeah, it's a long term situation. And so for me, when I was pigmentation was a big thing for me because when I had spots, I just pop it, yeah, put toothpaste on it. Ah. <laughs> Ah, like, the toothpaste. Exactly, the toothpaste, yeah. And so I had built up, uh, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of uh, um, post-inflammatory pigmentation over time. And my so my key problem area for me was my um, jaw area, mm. and also yeah, like it's a lot. A lot of black women have that. It's, as well. Yeah, it's a um, it's it's a key common thing with us. Um, and also like my forehead, yeah, 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 this yeah. middle bit here, and that's because it used to get really oily. I used to get spots. I used to pop it, and then it would just turn black. <laughs> and so those two things, I remember, you know, getting into my early mid 20s and I was like this is an issue I love makeup mm-hmm. but I would obviously want to wake up for my man and not have, and to, I have to be somebody yeah, exactly else kind of thing so it became a thing for me like okay I've studied this I understand I know this knowledge I can you know implement it I can put it into everyday practice and so it became obviously 
researching not just you know raw materials but products the combination yeah. of products the actual formulation of a product because it's it's easy for someone to say to you oh you can use niacinamide and you know mm-hmm. your 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 pigmentation will reduce or you can use retinol and then you won't have no more wrinkles but sometimes not even sometimes most of the times it's about the complexity of the formulation yeah. it's the actual process of the combination of raw materials, the way it's been made, you know, whether it's an, without getting into technical, oil and water emulsion or yeah. water in oil, or whether it's a macro or micro emulsion, so many different things goes into a formula. And so for me, even though I learned all of this in uni, it wasn't, you know, a deep, it wasn't like as a... deep. Yeah, so I took it upon myself to be like, this is a passion of mine. I definitely want to get to a place in my life where I'm walking around and I'm not wearing an ounce of makeup. Absolutely. Like, I don't, apart from my brows, because they always <laughs> disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> they always disappoint me in life. No, I I haven't touched my brows in three years. Oh, no, you're like, my mum, she doesn't... She, <laughs> She gets upset because the whole of the family, we just got thick brow. Even my two-year-old, thick. Is it? This one has been growing out of brows for five years. Three years, it's... I haven't touched it. And I'm like, you're still here. <laughs> She's like, flat. it's the same nope. shape. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. I've given up on that. No, that's... but that's my dream as well. I think for me, skincare, like I love, the older I'm getting, the better yeah. I'm like, I don't want to wear makeup. And I also don't want it to look like, when I do wear makeup, you don't know the difference. Just accentuate. Yeah, you know, like, there's some people yeah. like, they wear makeup every day. That when they wear makeup for a special occasion, you don't even know what no, the, the difference. difference is. It's just like, we see you this Monday to Friday. No, where is these people finding time? When I see people oh. on road, when I see them on the streets and I see their face and I'm like, <laughs> me, I, I have committed but, to sleep uh, over yeah. makeup. Like, I would rather do sleep. And I'd rather spend an hour on my skincare routine than I like, would Like, honestly, because I just like, feel like... And anyway, I say this all the time, but makeup if, sits better when your skin is good. Like, there's literally nothing... You don't even need to put and loads. It's not even that. It's more in terms of... It's seriously, when you work on your skin, and that's what... Like, I meet people, and they're like, Amina, your skin's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it is. to me... Have you had any treatments? So I'm telling you, I've never been to an esthetician. I've never had any really? treatments. I've had one facial in my life. Okay, okay. So for me, it's always been topical. Everything I've done has been topical. But that's because I believe in to- in, the, in good topical skincare. Like, mm-hmm. if my friends come to me and they're like, oh, I've got this and I've got that, and I really wanted to go in six months, I would direct them to an esthetician. I'd be like, go yeah. get that done, go get that done. If you want quick results, you need to do a little bit deeper. You need to go under the skin. Yeah. If you have the patience, which I literally, all I said to myself was, I want to monitor my own progress. Yeah. Because my thing has been, I'm into formulation. I formulate skincare for um, brands, for big brands, for small brands, for mass market, for niche, whatever it is you want to, um, whoever wants to formulate skincare. I can do everything. But I personally said to myself, I need to monitor my own journey. Because yeah, 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 yeah. one thing, I just had a client, you know, um, come on board the other day and I was saying to them, one thing I don't do is I would never create a product that doesn't work. If you're coming to me for just a marketing, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't do I, I don't do it like and that's because I've spent so many years trying to understand what works yeah. and what doesn't so that when someone comes to me and that, like topical skincare does work so when people say oh you need a little bit more yeah sometimes you do but that's depending on how much time you want to put mm-hmm. into it it's not an overnight thingy I've been doing like serious skincare from the age of 20 if I want to say proper serious mm-hmm. from the age of 25 that's 10 years that I've been doing this, like, consistently. Mm-hmm. And when I say consistently, I mean day, night. I mean SPF. I mean, oh, tell them. Every day. Every day. Every day. Like, without fail. Without fail, without, absolutely. Like, and so that's what I mean. Like, topical skincare will work, but you have to put in the time. Yeah. And it's not going to be, it's not an overnight success. It's not going to be in three months' time. And you might be, and that's, again, 
my success story is going to be different from yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our skin will behave differently and it does oh. behave differently. It will react to certain ingredients. I love niacinamide, but I can't use it. It doesn't work. With, see, I I didn't use it for the longest. Then one of the my guests who was on the podcast told me about it. And then I started just seeing, you know, it's weird. When you hear something, then you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah. So I tried it. And for me, it's been great. But I always say to people, it's trial and error. Find don't just go by... Obviously, sometimes you'll hear someone say something, you know, oh, let me try it. Yeah. But also, it's okay to be like, this is not for me. It no, doesn't work for definitely. me. And let it go. Find something else. And, and like, that's the thing. Like, I always say to my clients when they come to me um, to me for a consultation, the, like I said, the first thing is, if you want quick results, it's not me. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I want to know what you're capable of doing. If you say to me, I mean, uh, I can only wash my face one time a day. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Then I will curate a routine yeah, that yeah, caters to that. There's no point in me telling you, buy this, buy that, and then you're like, oh, I don't use it. Sorry, I forgot. There's no point. <laughs> <laughs> We're both wasting on each other's time. It's true. Like, and so for me, I always say, you have to know yourself. If you do want to tackle something and you have, like, let's say, you know, the main problem for most people is hyperpigmentation or post-inflammatory yeah. pigmentation, then for me, I'm always like, what realistically what can you do like yeah. if you are the kind of person that like I'm so into this I'm doing it my routine twice a day I'm going to consistently wear SPF I'm going to do that then I will c- um, create a routine for you that hopefully you can start to see yeah, results yeah. in three to six months but if you're someone that's like I do want to see this but I'm lazy boo boo <laughs> And today I just wasn't mo- it. I ain't got the money. I ain't got the budget. Oh, I will cr- exactly like we have to be realistic about things as well because people are like, yes, you know. Or one thing I hate is when someone's like, oh, I bought that. It didn't work. I just you know. After mm, no, I give it, it time. Like you have to give it time. What's your routine like? Like at the uh, moment, <laughs> she said. Oh. My routine, my routine changes all the time because mm-hmm. the thing about me is obviously because it is like I always say my face is my money maker. Yeah, because skincare. I'm is, telling you, fan <laughs> bibs. She said they. No, I mean my they, skin, not my face. Okay. <laughs> they see you every day. It's the money maker. Me, I will gas no. you up for you. <laughs> no, so for me, it's like uh, it does change over time because I would stare at my face mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Where did you come from?" <laughs> so. I always say to people, once you get to that place, mm-hmm. you can tailor your routine to your daily, um, your daily life, or yeah, weekly yeah. or monthly. But ba- the the basics of it is in the morning. I always, always, always double up my cleansers on in the morning. I'm in a rush. Okay. Double my clean, not not double cleanse. Double up my cleansers as a mask. Okay. So okay. I will get into the bath. I would w- wash my face with water, and then I would leave my cleanser on for ten minutes. Then I'd oh, okay. 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 I always do. That. Is that with any cleanser? With that any has cleanser. To be a, okay. Cream. Um, gel, like whatever it is, mask, okay. um, you know, muddy type of cleansers, whatever it is, okay. I always leave it on for at least 10 minutes and then I'll get in the shower and then I'll rinse it off in the shower. Okay, okay. Only because cleansers are great and they're a very important part of your routine, but because they don't really get the time to do their job and penetrate yeah, 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 washing yeah. it off. That's why I like, especially when it's a treatment cleanser. So if it's anything with like salicylic acid or glycolic acid or anything, you know, that can be a treatment cleanser, mm-hmm. I will leave it on as a mask. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a yeah, good tip. Because no, usually I just, I just try to, I try to spend like good minute massaging it. (laughs) I'm telling you, leave it on for like, I always say this to people, if it's a treatment cleanser, leave it on for at least five to ten minutes and then rinse it off when you're in the shower. So I always do that and I always follow up with my um, antioxidant vitamin C um, formula, which is... Is this what you created yourself? Ah. So it's proprietary information. (laughs) Um, I'm planning on obviously launching my own skincare. I've been developing this for three years. It keeps on changing. I'm not even lying. But I think I'm in a space where obviously I'm giving it to quite a lot of people to do testing on. I've done trials on it. So I think I'm in a good place. That's good. I'm finally happy with it. Perfect time to. No, exactly. 
I hope so, because I love it. And no. I used that, and before, it was because I used to use vitamin C, okay. and then I'll use an antioxidant, and then I'll use, like, my treatment, and then I'll use my cream. Whereas my antioxidant vitamin C is just my one step before my moisturizer. Oh, okay, so you've cut it. That's the thing. See, as much as I love skincare, don't I'm? It has to be yeah. Like sometimes, like the I try to do the K Beauty ten step. That can only be done when the baby's sleeping. <laughs> Who's great? <laughs> but I always love. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sometimes you I just love it. Pamper oh yeah, literally. You, like you I love the extra. Yeah. Like I always say this. I love the extra steps at yeah. night. I am like a cleanse, double cleanse, mm. mask, <laughs> essence. Like I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I when know. you can like reduce the steps it. in the morning, in the morning I'm, I'm cleansing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I do cleanse. Mm-hmm. I use my antioxidant vitamin C. I use my um, face moisturizer. Yeah, yeah. Which is also uh, my own formula um, then, everything know. is top so secret my, yeah. so my um, my um, cleanser is either the um, the Inculus salicylic acid cleanser, okay, okay, okay. which I it's like my quick go to if I want to quickly pull it on five minutes rinse my face mm-hmm. and see. if I want like a longer type of situation I use my Kate Somerville's um, okay, which okay. is the um, eradicate and exfoliate. Okay, the okay, eradicate okay. is more for like if you got oily combination skin. Exfoliate is the one with glycolic acid. Okay, and okay, okay. Like with exfoliation. So and then I've got um, Neod um, Sanskrit Saponis. That's my ultimate morning I cleanser. I, mm-hmm. It's literally the best. I live for it. So those are my cleansers, and then my two products in the middle, and then I use my moisturizer, which is always mine, and then my SPF, my current SPF which is um, Super Goop. Oh yeah, I've heard yeah. some really good stuff oh about God, it's it. It's amazing. Um, I love it because it literally is like the, the ultimate black girl sunscreen. Really? Where yeah. do you? Where do you? Because I order it from. Um, is it Revolve? There's a Revolve. Oh, uh, Revolve. Yeah. I think now. Um, Cult Beauty sells yes, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cult I ordered Beauty like sale. five tubs bags. So I've got like backup of backup. Yeah, because I've heard some really good ones. Yeah. Like I literally just bought the black girl sunscreen. Is it? See, that's it's really good. I've got it in my ah, bag. Let me show nice. you. No, it's really good because obviously there's some. It takes a long time. Oh, sorry, yeah, no, it takes right. a long time. Other sunscreens or not, but this one blended in quick. The it? ingredients are I mean, natural. I, I literally was like, I need to pick this up. Like I've been saying that for a while. Yes, it is. See, I'm trying it to like disappear. it just disappeared, just smooth, just gone, and it's not heavy because I've got it on today. No, yeah, it is. Actually I don't have no nice. makeup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I I've love been the using. Formula. Yes. And it's not heavy. It's it isn't. At it's amazing. All. Black owned. I'm like, gonna, yeah, I'm definitely going to pick it up. No, but that super good one I've heard. I've heard so many good super stuff good, about on, it. On, I think it's the unseen sunscreen one. If, yeah. I'll send you a picture if, um, when I get in. But it's like my ultimate. And because they do it in, I think my top's like 200 mm-hmm. mil. So I just, it could be just plastic. I'm telling, I like, over my body. I keep telling my sister, I'm like, if you don't add SPF, everything that you're doing, it's just you might as well just was, void. That's just, what I said just to people. Void. You using all this without SPF, is, you're pouring water into a sieve. You're literally... You're, you're never going to fill it up. So when you're talking to me, like, you're wasting my time. If yeah. you're not wearing SPF, just stop talking to me. Exactly. Everything you're doing, you're just undoing it. Because... Yeah. That is, that's been the best thing for me because like you said like with the spots mm. and popping the marks and everything yeah. once I started using I, I was doing vitamin C and I was like but it's still but once vitamin, I started putting vitamin C without sun, anything without sunscreen is there's no point like, but my ultimate if anyone wants to say to me what's your ultimate mm-hmm. my ultimate product is SPF but my ultimate ingredient is vitamin C yes vitamin C for me is done because one of the problems I had was also uneven texture. Yes, yes. My texture was, I can't even explain. I remember I used to go out and I would see other people and I'd be like, why is this forehead so smooth? 
Like, my That's... texture was, and vitamin C was the mm-hmm. thing that really, really helped me in regards to that. Um, so for people with like, you know, when you've got like, I don't know how, um, how to explain it, um, it's not like uneven, you know, skin, um, uneven tone. It's more it's the, the texture. It's like dryness. It's, yeah, it's, it's like not dry, smooth, it's bumpy, bumpy yeah. it's rough. Vitamin C is the best thing, and that's literally my ultimate go-to um, ingredient. I'll even take it over retinol. Although oh, retinol. retinol is the ultimate in terms of anti-aging. Yeah. I love the things basically, and that's why I say to people is, it's just different. Like no. everyone just has a different thing. Sorry, um, let me know if we're no, no, no. I'm not gonna lie. I'm seeing if they're gonna come in. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, also, if you've got somewhere to go, is it two thirty? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> really. Anyway, um, and then night time. Mm-hmm. Um, night time is my time to pamper myself. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. I double cleanse, um, and then I would either use like a um, a toner. So my go-to is Alpha H Liquid Gold. Okay. Yeah. If I'm not using again, that's also like something that's been with me for the past you know, eight, seven years now or so consistently. Um. So I use um liquid gold. Um. And then I'll use like a uh, the Alpha H Vitamin A. Um, or sometimes I, I I try out new things because okay, okay. new things come out. So and that's what I mean. Like there's consistent things in my routine, but because I'm in that industry that you have to try, I different. constantly have to you know try new things. And sometimes things get sent to me as well. And I'm like, oh, sometimes I'm like, I'm not trying you. <laughs> not happening see that this is the issue that i have like because i'm i take my skincare seriously in what i use it's not like about the quantity of it it's the quality but then i'm like okay if i'm trying to do a whole skincare thing i need to review stuff i need to try different things because i'm sensitive about my skin i'm like i don't try exactly i mean i respect people when they're like oh i'm a like when i see like um because obviously i'm in that world of you know watching the bloggers and people trying Mm -hmm. products and when i see them like yeah no be me because (laughs) i've spent 10 years Then this is the thing that I years, have. Ten years <laughs> building this up. I'm mm-hmm. not about to. And don't get me wrong. I've tried products before where after three days I was breaking out and I'm yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. no, onto the Back next person. Yeah, kind of thing. And that's the thing. It's like, and that's what I mean. Like even from me, that I can pick up a product and look at the ingredients mm-hmm. and literally decipher the formula down. Sometimes I still try products and they're not for me. So. I can understand from a normal consumer perspective who doesn't have that background knowledge and information to pick up a product and try and decide. And I think, you know, the world, skincare is going into a more savvy world because people are starting to know about raw materials and stuff and um, brands are calling out, you know, retinol, niacinamide, Mm -hmm. um, alpha, you know, hydroxyglycolic acid, mandelic acid, whatnot. And I'm like, it's a little bit more than that. They're, it's so deceiving because yeah. you think, oh, that's got retinol. Definitely that's going to work for me. No. Because no, ulti- ultimately, someone can say retinol 0.3%. It doesn't mean it's got 0.3%. Mm-hmm. They might have used a complex, but they can call it retinol because retinol is part of that complex. And they've used it at 0.3%. So it's it's... It's a more complicated world, and that's why I love it than makeup. Because yeah. makeup is instant gratification. It's you pick true. up that red lipstick, you put it on, you're like, bam! Yeah, bibs. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas skincare, it's yeah. one of those delayed ones, and that's what I'm saying. It's literally consistency and patience. Mm-hmm. And if you can afford to speak to a professional, if you Always. do have a key but... issue, definitely. If you don't, then take your time. You, every, all these. Instagram, skincare, you know, advisors, whatever. They all Googled. Every, listen, every time someone, because obviously there's some people, because you try more products, people yeah. will be like, oh, what should I, I use? Mean, you... I'm always really like, okay, this I always start experience. with 
please go to see a professional yeah. but these are the things that I have used yeah. for me because yeah. sometimes you don't know where to start you don't know where to even pick up you don't know so I'm just like st- you can start with this but always start with a professional who yeah. can maybe guide you by the end of the day it's trial and error it find is. out what it's, works it's for you it's definitely a trial and error and I, like I said if you can afford to see mm-hmm. a professional because the thing is you have to remember this is your face <laughs> this is your money maker have yeah, we not already said look, this look I'm telling you rather than you buying that 200 pound bag 300 pound bag I'm telling you it, it makes all the difference in the world and even I myself like I said to you some of my friends when they come to me and they say I'll be like go see an institution mm-hmm. I'll be further because I know where my skills lie my skills lie in yeah. product formulation I'm the developer like the doctor will tell I, you what you need and then you come to you yeah, like okay. exactly yeah I'm the developer. I make the products. Mm-hmm. I understand skin, but I can't, you know, I can't make magic. I yeah. can't transform your face in two weeks. If you want that, you need to go see someone who can give you, you know, the a, extras, exactly yeah. type of thing. And it's all about, like, some people want, like, it's we all want quick fix. We all want, you know, quick, quick, quick mm-hmm. results. But with your skincare and your skin routine and actually getting your skin to a good place, it's going to take a lot longer than that. Money, it takes, gonna, it takes time. It takes, I know people who've been doing this, you know, when we talk about it, it's mm-hmm. like, they've been on their skincare journey for six years. Like I said to you, I've been on mine for 10 and I'm not even anywhere near, no, you know, no. like where I want to be. It's still, I'm still consistently moving through that. But yeah, like don't, think you're going to wake up six months and you're yeah. going to be perfect. It's, oh, some, it takes time. Some people, were they were born with it. Ah, those people. I know. <laughs> Let's not even talk around that. So, like my sister. Ah. Yeah. This girl, every time I see her, but she uses my product, she's like, it's your product that's helping me. or like, whatever. Like. <laughs> I thought you got great skin. Like, no, it's true. Some be... people just yeah. have it. And if you know you're not that invest, it's like we're, we're in our thirties. Like we, you spend money on, f- we spend money on foolishness all the time. Foolish. This is the first thing someone will see. Ah, going out, <laughs> going, going out, food, food and drink. <laughs> Go and if you want to do it big and nice, <laughs> unless I you spend like three, four hundred pounds. Going to eat is the bane of our existence. Like, oh. Obviously, in the 30s, you know, when is the last time I stepped in your club? I mean, the way I'm, I'm missing, just shaking one I, leg. I, I, was, I was saying that, and I was like, but I can't, number one, I will never go to a club because I think I by 11 class. o'clock, I'm yawning anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I need, uh, let me get my Uber, let me go home because I'm tired. But like, what I spend money on is fashion. Mm-hmm. And food. That's it's true. All and then skincare, like skincare for me exactly. now, it's just yeah, like, like, no, let me invest. And then, like, I always tell people, sometimes you'll buy, I know, you know, people like superficial, you'll buy a cream that's £100, but that will last you. If you use that properly, you know, you're, you'll be using it six months. If you really break it down, money, yeah, the exactly. these price warriors, if you really break it down, <laughs> you actually like, it's six pounds, ten pounds yeah. a, um, a week. Exactly. So like it adds up. It so does. a lot of people like just invest if you can. Yeah. And Definitely. I know these people can. Like, exactly. Don't like to me. We all. I mean, obviously, everyone's pocket is different. Oh, everyone's, yeah. You know, everyone's bills and you know your whatever you're doing in your life is different. But I always say, if skincare is an issue for you, mm-hmm. invest in it. If it's an issue. Definitely invest in it. If it's something you're like, nah, I can do addition and whatnot, that you can like, I, like I said, I always say to people, what's your budget? Because yeah, we yeah, can yeah. go Stop from there. We can go up. We could go. Or we can go really down. Like it just depends on what your budget is. Like and that's the thing. Like with the hundred pound cream, then that's what I mean. Those are like your two or three step routines. You clean. You use that one hundred pound cream, and then you put your cream or the sunscreen on. Mm-hmm. Whereas them five pounds, you need like five of them. <laughs> It's so true. It's time, like, and then you're you're thinking about the time you're. It's your serum. I think yes. it's the serum the and the cream that that serums is where you need to spend your mm-hmm. money. That's where your money needs to go. That's the treatment. If you can trust me. If you can invest, because the thing when you break down a serum, 
moisturizer is like most of the time 60 to 70 percent water mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it heart. is literally whereas your serum is a concentrated version of your moisturizer yeah. that's where and that's what goes in that's what is working for you so if you can afford to invest in a good serum depending on what you want it to do then do that and then everything else can be a little bit more lower and yeah 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 you can mix and match exactly you always have to mix them that's my life I mean, <laughs> My, high and low, ah, and high. My, my wardrobe is a, is a mix and match. You'll this, find everything from the eye to top. Right? I, this is how you have to be. <laughs> you have to. That's the oh, best way to live life. But, I mean, it's been such a joy to have you. We I could know, talk forever. I know. We probably. I don't even know if we covered after things you said you were talking I'm telling you. I'm no, no, no. <laughs> I think we kind of went off tangent. <laughs> no, but that's, I think, like, I always say, I'm like, I want my guests to come in so it's just a conversation I think it's really important for us to just be comfortable and talk and I I feel like you've given so much good gems I hope so you know like let's leave with you starting your podcast because I feel like the information that you've given in how to even start from the basic of starting because right now everyone is open and ready to start and venture out and do their own things But they need to know what know. it's really, really. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I know I've had this conversation with a lot of people. Do. They've been like, definitely do it. It's I mean, needed. I, mean, I know. But yeah, I don't know. You know. It's uh, okay. We'll keep pushing that. Exactly. It's needed. You I definitely to want it. to do it. It's just not even. It's. I just have to. It's the time. time. You and your clients. This I one. know. Look, <laughs> us. Yeah. Even sometimes now, I'm like, please just. My phone, the way it's been. It's been flashing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to look at it. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Where's your social media? Because she does give, like, a bit of, you see her skin routine, yeah. the product she's using. I've, I've been I've been slacking in that wow. department. I know. <laughs> you know You've been messages? busy. Do you know how many messages I get, like... What are you using now? I'm telling you, <laughs> we've run out. Yeah. I've run out my cleanser. Like, What's the new so one? So I will, I, I'm going to try and pick that back up at some mm-hmm. point this year as well. But yeah, you can find me at Amina Ajayi. That's A-M-I-N-A-A-J-A-Y-I. And that's my Instagram. And I think my Twitter is still alive. But we're <laughs> Do you know what? I only went on Twitter when I when I was starting a podcast. I was like, you know what? Let me launch it. Twitter is just there. Everyone's on. I think it's the younger generation, though. I don't know. We're we're all in there. Me, me, I've mixed in as well. My sister's always like, oh my god, do you know what's going on? Yeah, see, no woman. I don't. You see, your sister, she's me. Yeah, I'm like, no, I haven't been on Twitter in like maybe five years. I'm not even lying. Do you know what's funny? Like, I'm really enjoying Twitter because it's encouraged me to read. Like, it's pushing me to read. It's more people... of a conversational type of... It's not as f- false as mm. Instagram is. Is that why? No, I think Twitter can be a bit too real as well. Oh, is it? But I, it's who you follow. I try to oh, follow, okay. like, a lot of journalists, and they, like... A lot of them will recommend articles. Oh, okay. So I've really been, like... It's helped me through that. It is a bit of a dark okay, place sometimes. Yeah. That's what my sister is saying. It, it is a very like let your sister send you the articles. Sometimes I know, she tries to, and I'm like, I don't. No, like, my head is full already. I really, I don't need any more. Like I get my information from somewhere else. But yeah, um, I'm on Instagram and I'm also on LinkedIn, Amina Rajai. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that's it. <laughs> Nowhere else. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you so much, thank, thank you so you. much, guys. I finally gave you an episode or God or, I've <laughs> or been, have you been slacking with your Do you know episodes? what? This lockdown has got like I went up and down. I'll have days oh, where yeah. I'm just like really motivated. I'm like, let's do it. It's and other days I'm just yeah. like, this is just too crazy yeah. for me. Let me take a step keep, back. Yeah, yeah, I was like, let me keep my mind clear. Let me just be a mum. Yeah. Like let me not force it. But then I was just like, no, I want interviews. And I've really I've been following you for a long time. And I was like, no, I want to have her in because the cosmetic science, the skincare. I thought yeah. it would be a good chat. Well, I hope. Thank um, you. I hope I've given as much as you know you wanted. No, it's. Been I know amazing. I can. I always say this. I can talk for 
the country. It's That's like, what I like, love. Talk, talk, talk. Like I, I worry. I'm like, oh, I hope the guests come in and they're comfortable. Oh, no, can, so far, I've had build. really. It's been amazing. I've listened to two of your podcasts yeah. because I was like, I need to obviously to listen to it. So when I listened, I was like, oh yes, I want to come. Yes, with you. thank you. I, Literally, I just want. I'm like, yeah. let's come and talk, like to inspire, to motivate, yes. to entertain. I think, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Wine in one hand. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen to wine. If anyone doesn't uh, know this about me, uh, they know me. I tell them, uh, me wine is my friend. Uh, it's my me. best friend. Uh, I'm very close best friend. Like, me wine, you just want to. You just, you just sit there with popcorn and I you watch the film. Popcorn. I me, just yeah. I, I like to zhuzh it up. Like don't mind. I just did wine. That's all. That's it. Nothing else. I'm not too picky. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening, yeah, and thanks. I will see you guys next week with another guest. Ah, we hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. That was amazing.